Yeah. So I got my bow tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. It is the Kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished to God. I'm back, bitches. What's up? It's your boy D Flow. All right, let's start this off traditionally. Anybody got an all man moment that they uh you know want to bring to the table? Yeah, you know, shout out to just shout out to dumbass coworkers that you gotta fucking work with. You know, there's two things in life that you really can't fucking choose. You can't choose who the fuck you end up being a brother or sister to if you grow up in the fucking household. And you can't choose the people that you actually fucking work with. Unless you're actually running the company. Um, but in this in this particular situation, y'all know where I work, man. I work with some of the most hating ass, gossiping ass, old ass, old enough to be my mama ass people. And it's just got to a point where, you know, I just want to go to work. And every motherfucking day, I just want to play ludicrous. I feel like slapping a motherfucker today because that's how I be feeling sometimes. Deadass. I just be feeling, just want to slap the shit, shit the fuck. It was backhand. Not the like the palm, like the pimp hand with the four fingers. Like you spread it out and then you just you just hit the motherfucker with that. Um, I had a meeting today. God damn. With you know one yeah, I had a meeting today with one of the execs, uh, you know, uh, and one of my coworkers. Um, this person will remain nameless. Um, but long story short, they had the opportunity to say what they needed to say about Mr. Gray, you know, Officer Gray, and they fucked up because they painted a picture. Like they're doing something internally for themselves and this is why they're moving a certain way at the workplace. But it's bullshit. It's contrived. It's 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 all personal. A lot of it has nothing to do with work. And it's just all about how this person feels like they should be treated by other people at the workplace. But it actually has nothing to do with actual work. You know, a lot of he said, she said happening. And what was basically said in the meeting to just sum it up is, you know, don't take this personal, Mr. Gray, but I'm not just not, I'm just not fraternizing with you. I'm not fraternizing with anybody. Bullshit. You just rubbed the nigga head fucking two hours after I left the motherfucker. Told the nigga he was handsome. But we not fraternizing at the job. Okay. I got your bean pop. I got your bean pop. I got it. I got it. I got it. So, guys, just be careful about the alliances and the 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 friendships that you're quote unquote building at the workplace. I think I said this on an episode maybe last year. Y'all gotta watch out for your coworkers because they're not your friends. They're your coworker. That's it. That is it. They're just your they don't give a fuck about you. 
when you're on the verge of getting fired, they don't give a fuck about you if something bad happened on the job and they could actually help, but they probably choose not to. They don't care. If it's not about them, it's not about nothing. Be careful about these friendships that you're building at the workplace. Because the workplace ain't got nothing for you but a pink slip and a suspension notice. All right. All right. Um, it's called the Distinguished Work Chronicles, boy. Yeah, we got we to gotta start a segment up. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta call this the work chronicles work Jesus chronicles Christ. segment because it gets real on distinguished side <laughs> oh yeah it does but it does. i mean i would agree i work has been one of those situations where i'm like y'all niggas is i don't know what game y'all playing but the game i'm playing is y'all may not see me in three months three to six months <laughs> <laughs> that's the game I'm playing so y'all can keep playing whatever game y'all want to play my black ass will be exiting so big facts you know what I mean big drip like, that's that's how I feel about it like and and trust me y'all need me more than I need y'all so oh yo I try to tell motherfuckers that but niggas don't be hearing me bro they don't be hearing me sometimes jobs don't because we we are replaceable in terms of bodies but Right. You in terms of work ethic, in terms of personality, in terms of what we bring, in, in terms of st- strategic measure, they can never ever find the XAB again. So I don't know who the fuck they are, but your employer is about to be on some Jay Z. Y'all, y'all boys got two months left to get your shit together. Good luck. <laughs> so I really all, hope they figure all it out. I'm gonna say is I took this week off for a reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> I took this week off for a reason, and I'm not saying that yeah, I took it off like that because I shit was like that. stressed at work. Because I'm not stressed at it, but I took this this week off for a reason. So, uh, so you want to have to slap him? Oh no, 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 right. no! So I I could get other things in in order. <laughs> I'm I'm dead ass about <laughs> them not seeing me in a few months. So uh That's you know a, that's I mean? the move you gotta make, man. That's what <laughs> you gotta I mean? do. Sometimes you just gotta take take time off to get things in, in order. But um yeah, I guess my all man, I'm gonna just keep it simple. I'm gonna keep it short, simple. The Knicks are in the playoffs. The Knicks, after eight years of disappointment, after us not really fucking with the moves that the organization has been making for quite some time have finally decided or seems like rather that they are in a position to have New York get the energy that we need back and last night the Knicks nicked okay (laughs) now Trey Young is balling my man was looking like a mixture of Harden and Derrick Rose in his prime, and he was untouchable. Every time there was a body put on him, it was automatically seen mm. as a foul. So I get it. The Knicks at the end got a little hesitant to kind of slow him down. I understand it. I get it. However, Julius Randle, I'm going to talk to you real quick, brother. I'm hoping that in the next game, <clears throat> you do better. I know that every time y'all lose, you get angry, you turn to the Hulk, and you come back. But it's the playoffs, and sometimes these big lights and these big stages kind of put the fear of God into players. And I'm just hoping that that is not the case because Julius Randle is necessary for us to win this particular series. 
I don't know if we taking the whole chip. I don't think that that's the case. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, then now I think you're overstepping. You're going into another pl- Bro- place. No, Brooklyn. I don't think that's Brooklyn looks like they they in prime position, but okay. Brooklyn is yeah. But Brooklyn is one team. We're talking about the Knicks. The Knicks. You never know. Sometimes they got a NYC miracle up 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 their sleeve. And this is when was the last time? When was the last time the Knicks won a play? Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm from Brooklyn, so if Brooklyn takes the chip, you know what I mean. But it's just good to see New York in terms of the Knicks and the Garden back to life. And I just don't want it to be a one and done in the first round to Trey Young. That's that's all I'm saying. It's okay. That's all I'm saying. It's okay. So that's my all man. They lost round. One. They lost uh the first uh, game a series of the first series. Yeah, by 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 what two points? Right from now, something like two that. Points? Two or three points. Uh, I think it was shout out to the shout out to Atlanta Hawks for fucking shit up in the airwaves. Yeah, they 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 um they pulled that one out. So that's my all man. Yeah. Oh, you got an all man? Yeah, actually, I do got an all man, man. <laughs> my man likes to put suspense no. on top of the all man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this uh, we never know if this nigga got an like all man a grizzly or not. bear right now, though. <laughs> Listen, man, not a beard looks healthy. Like a grizzly bear. The beard looks healthy I'm over here. Bed is healthy, man. <laughs> Making great strides. Feel me? Doing what we do. Um, right. So yeah, I I do got an all man. I had to. So y'all know I'm, I'm working. I'm building the stew downstairs. So I have to yeah, spaz yeah. on my work, guys, because these dudes keep, as we would have said, bomb bombing. Every time I hit these cat, I'm like, yo, when y'all coming through, get this joint done. Trying to get X Y Z. Man, I, may, may, I, may I call next week, man? May I call? May I call Tuesday? Da, da, da. Niggas don't show up. Niggas is stalling, and I'm just like, it's you know, there's, I'm like, yo, is do niggas don't want to take my bread? Is it is it just me? Do, I hate that. Do feeling. people just leave just like leaving money on, on the, the table? table? I don't know. Uh, some new age shit. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here, son, because I'm trying to get my shit built. And I just feel like in other scenarios too, in in, in the professional world and in, in the music shit, niggas the above, people the above. I don't know what it is about. I don't know if people been getting comfortable with their PPP checks. I don't know Facts. what's happening. I was def I was definitely told another one is supposed to be happening in, in September. Can somebody confirm? What what the, an- what, another the, what um, stimulus checks? Yeah, I was definitely told uh, another round of stimulus will be happening sometime September, about 2000. That's what I was told today at work. I, doubt I have it. no idea what's what's going on with that, sir. There were if talks does, of, of then, the House passing, hey. passing, uh, but I don't think so. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I don't, All right. I, don't, I, I don't think they're going to give any more stimulus checks. You might get credits for taxes and shit like that, but... Listen, I think I they, don't they, see they any probably want to pass a bill for people who are on like unemployment and shit like that. The, but the child, they have a child gonna... um, tax. I can't remember the full name of it. That that might be what people are referring to. Where um, if you're lower income, they're going to start giving you a tax credit for your children. Yes, they will. They will start that. That is supposed to be unemployment. Soon. Ain't that ain't that ending? I was definitely told that as well. Unemployment is ending I, in September. The extra unemployment, unemployment. Yeah, the extra benefits is ending. I, oh, but I shit. Think it, I right, think cool. it's ending. I don't, I don't remember exactly when it's ending. I think it's ending July or some shit like that. September is supposedly but, the, the uh, month. 
Yeah, yeah but now nah, we ain't getting no more. St- I don't think we're going to get another nah. stimulus this year. I think the yeah, economy's people, bouncing back. The economy's overheated. People thought actually. I feel. Hmm? Yeah, people thought that was they was going to get that shit forever. I said the economy is overheating to some extent, so we're starting to see a little bit of inflation. So, um mm. I I don't I doubt they're going to throw any more money into the economy cuz then it'll then it'll be full-blown inflation and you know how that goes. Yeah, they they got to they got to slow it down a little bit, but but yeah, you know I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm just like, yo, people. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if cats ain't trying to make bread. I don't know what the problem is. But I just been, I was just kind of annoyed because I'm just like, yo, like you reach out to people, and I'm just like, yo, like when are y'all gonna get the stuff done? Or they do come and they don't wrap up. So I have to kind of low key spaz on them today and just be like, yo, if y'all niggas don't pull up, I'm gonna find someone else to get the work done. Someone Damn, else can get this so bread. crazy. I thought this nigga almost said, y'all niggas don't pull out. That's crazy. Pull out? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what is he? What is, hi. Yo, anyway. <laughs> Whose man's is this, man? Where's, yo, bro, where's the, where's the piece of paper, bro? Where's the who? <laughs> I yo, I threw it away. That way. Tight. Yes. 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 Hey. Next next live don't, show don't, we gotta don't, add that. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, <laughs> all right, it's coming back. Yeah, it's coming back. You you need it, bro. I'm gonna have an official tissue one next time too. <laughs> and for the live show, we gotta add that. So we're gonna have the dad hat, we're gonna have the bow tie, and we're gonna have the <laughs> the snake is wild for respect. Wild for respect, bro. I need you to relax. <laughs> So, Distinguish, you you had posed a, a question to the group about how important it is to be recognized for your work at uh, your workplace. Yeah, so I guess, you know, right back at you. How important is it to get... Congratulations, D-Flow. Congratulations, XAB. How important is that on a scale of one to five? Just just trying to gauge the energy in the room. Uh, actually, I think it's very important. I think it's important as a motivating factor for your staff to know that they're doing a good job when they're doing a good job. And I think it makes it easier, at least from a supervisor standpoint, to let your staff know when they're not doing a good job. Because if you're constantly telling them that they're not doing a good job, but you never tell them when they're doing a good job, you just kind of seem like a dick or you, you, you're not really leading them. You're not really showing them like, yo, if you continue to do this, this is going to lead you to a promotion or this is going to lead you to uh, the job recognizing you in other ways. All you're gonna do is mm. is make your employee feel like, I right, why am I at this job if clearly I'm not doing anything right and like I suck at it according to this individual. So I think it is super important um to get acknowledged for doing excellent work at your at your workplace. Uh D Flow? For me, I think it's important. I think it's I think it's important to be to be acknowledged when you're doing a good job. I also think it's, it's, you gotta be cautious with it though, because then it's like what X said, if you always telling me that I'm doing a good job, but you're not pointing out the flaws either, then there's no room for growth. You feel me? Cause sometimes people do mediocre work and still tell them that they're doing a good job. That's the problem with this generation coming up underneath us. They do mediocrity and they still get this nigga finally drinking some yak. My nigga X finally drinking some yak. My nigga. Cold water, <laughs> sir. Water. So I think it's important that you get, you get praise for it, but 
we shouldn't praise mediocrity either. We should only praise when people actually do outstanding work. Well, this goes back to something that Stephen A. Smith said a while ago. I want to say it was him who said it. I'm paraphrasing what he said. He basically said, we live in a generation where people are getting awarded just for doing the bare minimum. And that's what's been happening for a very long ass time, actually, because I think my opinion, people are not only afraid of backlash when they do fuck up. People are afraid of having the conversation of when they actually fucked up, not when you fucked up and then we wait for a few days for shit to simmer down. No, people are afraid of having the conversation the moment they fuck up. And we got to get out of that shit. I'm sorry. I mean, people want to call people out on every fucking thing known to man on social media and then the energy be different when it's in real life, when it's actually in, in your face. It's different now. Everybody act like they don't remember what fucking emoji they put under the status. Niggas forgot which, what, what fucking video they shared. They thought it was a joke. Then you meet the person in real life. It's like, nah, bro, I'm just saying, like, I ain't even know that was you. Nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? What are you talking about? And the same shit that be happening at the workplace. Somebody sees something happening. They don't do nothing about it. They might tell one person, and the next thing you know, it turns into a he said, she said. Then you got your manager telling you, well, did this person tell you this directly? And then you're like, no. And it's like, oh, so it's a he said, she said. So somebody else said that they said it. We live in a wild time, man. Yeah, I mean, I think those are kind of like multiple arguments in one. But I, I, I agree that, well, one, I think people have a hard time confronting certain things in the moment depending on who they are. I think if you know that you're an emotional individual and your words are not going to come out appropriately. I don't necessarily fault you for not rushing in and having the conversation right then and there because, one, we do live in a generation where if you say the wrong thing, that could be it. Now you getting the ax. Now you getting cut. Yeah, cancel culture. Now now you're the one who's fucked up. And then, two, I also think it's not good, especially in the workplace, to run off of emotion. So on that aspect, yeah, but I also agree with you that we can't take so much time or we can't never we we can't have the conversation at all. There should never be a point where I'm supposed to have this conversation with you, but I never do. And then I go to somebody else about it. And then you get the information from that individual that, yo, so and so is complaining about you. That shouldn't be the case. So I think in that capacity, unless there's like a fear and intimidation factor, of course that happens at the workplace too. We obviously spoke about, you know, the Joe Budden and Olivia Dope situation and she didn't say anything in at, at that moment in time, but it also boiled down to how she felt in the moment. So I can understand in that capacity, but outside of that, outside of intimidation or feeling intimidated rather or feeling like, you saying something is going to cause a a problem. I think that if I'm supposed to be the one to have the conversation with you, then I should have that convo. So. Okay. Let's get into the entertainment. Uh, RIP to Paul Mooney. Anybody have any, anything that they want to say about Paul Mooney? He's very respected comedian. Um, Dave Chappelle show. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Paul Mooney for, creating some of the most darkest comedic jokes ever to have ever came out of anybody's mouth because that man had some wild thoughts but he had some thoughts okay Mm. 
he said some shit that the average comedian right now, if if the average comedian said half the shit Paul Mooney was saying and writing for Richard Pryor 15 years ago, you're canceled right now in 2021. You, you can't, you, you're done. Big facts. You finish. Uh, the reality is though, I think because of the times that Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor and some of the greats grew up in and the trials and tribulations that they were going through trying to get their art to the world, they had to be not only bold, but skillful and very cunning in terms of how they turned this tragic joke. Cause they want you to low key laugh, but they really want you to sympathize and be like, damn, like he's saying some shit that is so uncomfortable. I have to laugh. I'm not even laughing cause it's funny. I'm laughing because I feel what he's saying or I'm laughing because I feel what, what she's saying. And it hurts to laugh, but I got to laugh because there's nothing we can really do about it. So shout out to Paul Mooney for, you know, digging deep within himself, you know, despite all the things he went through as an individual. Um, Paul Mooney was battling a lot of demons for those who really know his story. Uh, Paul Mooney was, uh, yes, writing, you know, a lot of material for, for, for Richard Pryor, but Paul Mooney was also getting, um, getting threats and, and shit like that because he was doing this for Richard Pryor. Um, and because of the way he was, you know, telling these stories and turning them in, into jokes, um, so that people can laugh, but it's, you know, on some Kevin Hart shit, you laughing at my pain. Um, and I, I do, I do also know that, um, Paul Mooney, if I'm not mistaken, Paul Mooney is, he was, uh, he was autistic, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not too sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, I believe, I, be, I, be, I believe reading that sometime last year, actually. I mean, I was like, I had no idea he suffered with autism and not suffered in a way that like he wasn't able to still do it, but like, in some of his interviews and even, you know, sometimes how he spoke about, you know, you know, what he's passionate about, you can see that there was something a little off there in terms of he's trying to control his emotion at the same time, not still not feel as though he's withholding information about what he really wants to say. So, uh, shout out to Paul Mooney, man, the great, you know, I mean, the legend, you know, I do know right after his death, there was a lot of stuff about him, like, uh, allegedly, um, uh, having relations or set relations with Richard Pryor's son. I don't even know how fucking true that is. That came out literally the day after Paul Mooney died. I was like, we live in such a fucked up world where we can't just see somebody die, appreciate the life, say something nice or, or, or don't say nothing at all. It's always, we got to kill a motherfucker, but the motherfucker already did. Where was this energy at? I don't know. The world we live in is crazy. But like I said, RIP Paul Mooney, thank you for giving us great jokes, great things to laugh about, and great things to think about. You will be missed. Definitely, man. Respect to that legend right there, man. It's unfortunate that we lost him. Such a great comic, such a great person who really shaped and helped mold the comedy world to what we know as good comedy today. Although we got to censor it down to not hurt certain people's feelings or to not offend certain people. But the point is, you know, he, him and that... Those group of men help mold what the comedy, what the comedy world is now, and help set some of the standards for the up and coming people, man. So respect to the legend. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about the autism, um, so we can just okay. say alleged, or you know, maybe that that you know, there's a there's always a bunch of articles circulating, so um, it could okay. it, it could be. I'm not seeing anything right now as I look for it, but uh, of course, everything is more focused Copy. on his his passing, so. That could be the reason why. But, um, yeah, and, and Distinguished, I think you said a, a really good point in terms of what's missing 
in today's society when it comes to comedy. And that is very simply that a lot of the comedy is designed to bring to bring a highlight to some of these dark things that happen in society, but in a way that we're not sitting there depressed thinking about it, in a way where we can kind of digest the information and then mm-hmm. be like, and start a conversation. Like, we might be laughing at it in the theater with the comedian up there la- making a joke out of it and making us feel more comfortable with even speaking about said topic, but then that then opens up the door for a conversation later, whether it's sexism, racism, homophobia, whatever the the situation is, it then allows, at least every time I go to the comedy club and there's something dark that's brought up, there might be a conversation with the person that I'm with after. And it's like, yo, that joke was crazy, right? It's like, yeah, da-da-da. And then it goes into maybe the different viewpoints about said topic. And so... I think that's missing, and I don't think people, especially the generations under us that are um, all for this, like, cancel if if you step on a landmine, you got to get canceled. I think they don't understand that comedy's purpose is to kind of, in some instances, is to not just make you laugh and not just to be funny, but also to highlight social issues uh, in a way that, that is not just this depressing or this argument or this back and forth. Because I'm not arguing with a comedian when they're up there and they're making me laugh about some shit. I'm taking in the information. That is a motherfucking fact. I've had, I've had like, uh, conservative com- comedians go up and say ridiculous jokes and, and also kind of highlight some of their viewpoints. And I'm laughing while I'm listening. And I'm like, okay, I can understand why this individual would think this way as opposed to being in a heated argument about conservative views versus liberal views versus in between and all of that. So there is a space for comedy and dark humor. And if we eradicate that, I don't know what type of society we're going to start to push into. Um, and that's what Paul Mooney stood for. Yeah. So new music dropped. There was a lot of mu- new music Friday. I, we told y'all music was back. We said it. Um, Y'all want to start off with Big Lotto? Lotto released a single. Yeah. You want to play it? Uh, wanna, let's let's listen to this. Yeah, Lotto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely play the clip and then I'll talk about my views. Yeah, let's let's uh let's get into the song. Let me pull this joint up real quick. Um I thought it was an interesting choice, honestly, in terms of Definitely. What what first of all, I liked this artwork for an album cover, and I was hoping that we were going to get an album. That's what I was hoping was going to happen. But we ended up getting... That's what I thought we was going to get, too. Yeah, we ended up getting a single, and uh, let's just play a little bit of it. Blogs wanna know who I'm fucking. Yeah. Rap bitches ain't talking about nah. Fuck it. I changed my name, but I bet they still gon' find some. Yeah, I ain't bullying me out my shit. 
Drop hits, I still ain't bitch. New dip, money, though. new crib, new will, new name, I'm still that bitch. Only bitch for my city when platinum. Y'all know who the biggest is, quick cap. Flats, money, stacks, bitch, I'm happy. These bitches be talking more than they be rapping. Labels trying to make another lotto. Working hold my little gloss and hollow. Clayco, baby, love joy tomorrow. Playing both sides, get unfollowed. Write my wrongs, hope I say it right. But they gon' hate till I'm dead, right? If I hang bitch, wanna see you start, she gon' have to catch me at the red light. From the favorite to the most hate. I bitch overpaid, but still underrated. Don't want no sympathy, general, I change. I be damn it, the name. The reason I don't make it, it contradicted what I stand for. The backlash ain't what I plan for. Now I know better, so I'm moving better. Ten toes to the damn floor. Misunderstood. That's one of so our more powerful Change the name, watch they still make it an issue. Yeah, so so she decided to debut the single and change her name all in one. Um, and a lot of the song is basically talking about the name change. The fact that, yeah, she's changing her name, you know, but it's still it's still what it is. It's still Big Lotto here. So I don't know how y'all feel about the how how y'all feel about the record. Uh, so first, very happy to see a lot of women really fucking rapping. So can we get a round of applause for women just just just, just rapping and fuck all the extra. You know, niggas is eating my pussy and I'm getting money. Just rap. Like, this is hip-hop, okay? Let's hear some bars. Let's let's hear some wordplay. Let's hear some lyricism, okay? You know what I mean? I think, I, I think this right here was not a record. This right here was a testimony. This was a mm. 21-year-old young woman um, who is stepping into the ring and Basically letting both men and women and whoever the fuck is rapping. For one, I'm here. Two, I don't really give a fuck what you think about me. More importantly, I'm coming to snap next off. What I had to do is I had to do my research. I did not watch any of her come up story when she was on the rap game. So I had to go back in time. So I had to listen to a whole bunch of her old shit like 2016, 2015 shit, old shit. To really see the progression. And in my opinion, from uh, a teenage uh, Big Lotto, Mulatto at the time, to now Lotto, she definitely has come up. Like, lyricism, um, obviously, you know, beauty, uh, the way that she's painting pictures with her words. And at the same time, I feel like the more and more she evolves or the more and more she has evolved from that time until now, she's... I feel like her confidence is getting stronger as well. Like her confidence level is getting stronger. The only danger I feel is though, and this is just now, just from listening to this record, she, I think, has a little bit of the Megan, the stallion syndrome where you're letting too much people, whether they're around you on social media, dictate how you should move with your name. Because at some point, Megan was like, uh, Megan or Megan the stallion. We don't know. Because then people was making jokes about, well, Stallion actually is a male whore. So what I'm trying to say is sometimes we as the artists too, we 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 got we gotta we gotta look at ourselves in the mirror. Are we really doing this for us to liberate ourselves? Or do we get to a point where we've liberated ourselves so much that we now allow this thing that we're looking at twenty four seven, the cameras, the flashing lights, the stages dictate how we should move. I think she needs to go back to what Drake said for his acceptance award speech and then go back to like three more uh, award acceptance speeches that Drake said a couple years ago. Cause artists need to remember, you got to stop fucking losing yourself in this hip hop game. 
I mean, I think that's a good you point. You gotta stop losing yourself. That's a good point, but I I feel like she kind of addressed this in the in the uh, song, and um, I think she also made the move for business purposes. So on that in that capacity, I think it was wise. Obviously, like I do have some issues with the fact that people bullied her into or. Or online, at least, it could be perceived as she being bullied into doing the name change. But she said that she did her research on mulatto. She didn't know that it was an offensive term. She said all this in the the record. So that played a part of her decision into changing the name. And then, of course, it's it's smart because if you if you're looking at yourself as an artist that wants to do big brand partnerships with. Some of these larger corporations, maybe the NFL one day, if you see yourself as one of those artists that one day might be doing a halftime show or one day might be doing the NBA or whatever it may be, then Mulatto probably isn't the name that's going to allow you into certain rooms simply because of the the racial undertones that it, it presents. So in that aspect of it, yeah, and in, in the creative aspect of it, it is something, or rather the the social media aspect, because I think a lot of people think that they bullied her or that social media truly influenced her into it. And of course, I think it played a part, but basic, based off what she said, it had a lot to do with her own understanding. And as you said, she's a 21-year-old girl. Not everybody... Yeah, she's just getting into the, 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 the fucking swing of things. Not everybody is wokey-woke. And not everybody knew knows that mulatto can be seen as an offensive term. I seen it as an offensive when when she um, came out. I was like, damn, she's being real edgy with this. You know what I'm saying? But she probably didn't Facts. see it as, as edgy. She might have been called mulatto all her life and just been like, all right, cool, whatever. So um, she did say in the record the name was given. I definitely remember that bar. She said the name was given for those who want to really know why she was calling herself Mulatto. So it's almost like the shit was like engraved in her from young, whether she started rapping as that name when she got it or not. She's from the um, deep south. Them niggas called each other Mulatto and Red Bone, Yellow Bone. All type all of shit. All types right. of shit. So I could see that and it not be offensive. You know what I mean? And in her circle or where she came from. So. Uh, but I do, I, I I do like the record. Um, I think this is the first time outside of all of the, you know, fuck records and sex records and records about money, calls, jewelry, which she also said in that same song, if I'm not mistaken, she said a bar that was the equivalent of, you know, why are you mad that i'm talking about getting money and and living in nice houses if i was if if all i was ever around was that when i was young so it kind of made me be like i i i I definitely see your point but i appreciated the record in its entirety because of how outspoken and how um artistic she was in terms of putting her words together to not just make a record that you know i mean bumps and her spitting bars but at the same time i'm trying to actually get whoever is not really on the same page with why you think I'm doing this, why you think I'm doing that, hear me out for once. Hear me out. This is my hear me out record. And after this, whether you hear me out or not, fuck you. I made a record to address that. Now I'm moving on to other shit. So I think this is gearing up for a nice project. I'm looking forward to the next single. Yeah, I think uh, 
Every point that you made, I, I like that it was a record outside of the what we're kind of getting normalized to hearing from, uh, at least with mainstream radio and mainstream uh women rappers mainstream yeah the women rappers have finally caught up to the men it's pushing because the men the, the the men been talking about this shit since god knows when but the women are talking about it much more now than ever before in my opinion i'm just like okay hip-hop i i guess this is where we are yeah, so I, I guess um i'm glad that that she she did that because it definitely shows her range and that's something that uh we see and and often say that Megan should probably start to get into is yes have the mm-hmm. dope singles about how fucking your man good and getting a, a Brinks truck <laughs> full of money and all of that like all that's cool and continue to do it but at the same time let's hear you rap about other things because um, typically that's what elevates all artists to another level. Same criticism as to male artists. Same mm-hmm. reason why I feel like the baby and um, little baby have not gotten to the point for me where I can consider them goat status. Are they goat for their generation? Sure. But they haven't really presented anything. Baby is getting there because baby has dropped some, some like records, social justice records, Records about getting it out the mud. Like, he's gone outside of it. I think it's just oftentimes still with a trap beat or whatever. Just versatility to me always elevates your game. And and that's what I see happening with Lotto. And I think that when she gets the proper, like, backing and recognition and maybe the name change will help with that, I think we're going to start to see her really kind of being one of the next ones that they, they put a lot after, under. Um, facts. Flo, what facts. about you? The record is cool. I, I'm. It doesn't really. It doesn't really grab me anyway. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I like, guess a cool record. I heard it over the weekend. It was. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not peculiar. I'm not particular about. About. I'm. I'm not a huge fan of Big Lotto in general. Mm. Her. Her cadence and her voice doesn't. It's just not pleasing for me to listen to. Mm-hmm. So that's just my personal opinion. Um, it it it's just not a. I don't get that vibe when I hear her music, and I heard that record over the week. I'm like, all right, that's bet. Um, but I don't know. It's just not what I I I wanted to hear. So that's just my opinion on it. Um, I respect it. She sounded a little bit like like Money Bag Yo a little bit to me. It's just a certain way that that she was flowing a little bit. I was just like, nah. Mm. You know, but I respect what she's talking about, and I I agree with all of the sentiments y'all made. At the end of the day, I respect artists who are willing to take that leap of faith and step out their comfort zones and rap about things that's 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 considered not the norm for them to rap about and expand their horizons. However, I feel like you could do all of that, but if it's still on the same types of beats, mm. if you're not actually changing the sound then what difference are you really make? Yes, you're choosing to talk about a different topic, but are you actually coming out your comfort zone to rap about, to rap on something that could change the vibe? Right. You feel me? Like, the beats, the beat is like every other trap beat that I've heard. You feel me? Yeah, she's talking about a different topic, but 
is it really different? You feel me? Like, is it really different? You feel me? Like, to me, it's not, it's not that different from what she would have rapped about anyway. So, like I said, the record is cool. I respect it. You know, shout outs to her. Go get that bag. I respect it. It's just not, it's just not my, my cup of tea to say I'm going to listen to that. So, that's that. So, Young and Mape dropped a project um, this week. Called too. Off the Yak. Yeah, called Off the Yak. Um, yeah, it's trash. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. New York, that niggas, this is going to go viral. I feel it. I see it, the energy. Just give it to me. It's all cool. You know what I mean? A shout out to the entire Red Life. You know what I mean? But this was trash. Um, it was, it was, it was try. It was very, very, and I'm a big Young M.A. fan. Y'all can go back and listen to old episodes, Dads and Both Eyes. We've been rooting for Young M.A. since the fuck, you know, since she came the fuck out. This was trash. This was not good. Um, I don't think it was promoted properly. You know, for an artist who yelled, you know, I've been independent for all these years. You might need some help. I'm sorry. You might, you might need to get back on a label train. I, I don't know what's happening. Um, you know, for artists who, who yelled on, I think one or two of the records, you know, I've been the queen of New York. I, you know, Nick, I ain't even got to say that. You should have never said that in the first place. I'm sorry. Young and May, you let us down. You let me down. You know what I mean? I'm a hip hop enthusiast. I consider myself a hip hop enthusiast. You know, this has been hip hop since 1973. You know what time it is. I don't know what this project was about. The project is 30 minutes long. I think it's about 11 or 12 tracks. There's only two records on the project that I really like. The first one is called Successful, which is the, the opening song. And then there's another record on there. I believe it's with Ruby Rose. It, it it just wasn't a good project. It just, it just was not good. I'm being honest. Uh, X, I wouldn't listen to it, bro. <laughs> I'm being honest. Like, I'm very disappointed in Young and Man. Like, very, 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 very disappointed. All these years, all these fucking years, all these years, Young and May, that you had to give us a project. This is what the fuck you gave us? Nah, this shit is a slap in the face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. May has been dropping projects for a while now. She has three out. And uh, I haven't. Listen, I don't know if she finally started doing hooks. But if there's no hooks from her on this project, I've thrown this criticism out about Young and May for years now. She does not know how to create a hook. She doesn't know how to make one. And there's only so many features. Yeah. And she definitely got features on the project. I, I saw. I looked at the project. I just didn't listen to it yet. And don't, don't, don't. And only don't. so many times you can be featured on something before it's like, yo, give us a full body of work that shows that you've kind of improved and you're adding something to your repertoire. From the inception, all she had was lit verses, and that's dope. Definitely had lit verses. Facts. I think she's great Facts. at a, a verse. She got super dope punchlines and all of that. But like in terms of trying to get into the national conversation of top MCs, it ain't there yet. And I don't know if it ever will get there. So and, I'm, not, and, I'm a peek at the project, but no, I'm going to enjoy it. Just listen to the first record, bro. Successful, successful. I mean, I think it's success. Fire record, I love it. I'm like, damn, son, she's spitting. You know that feeling when you when you hear the artist they spitting. You like, I bet the second record about to go off on the album, and you play that second record, and you like, I, 
right like you start over the first song to see if it'll sound different when you play it over again and it was the same shit for me and i was like this is what we waited for new york city this is what we waited for off the yak that's we waited for an album titled called off the yak and you drinking out of a bottle that's what we waited for i saying i don't have high expectations for young ma and I, I that's not hate that's just me right again when it comes to musically putting a full body of work that train for me has long passed she's been out for how long now she's for too long as bobby schmurter in them right then she come out uh probably after i i feel like she came out after schmurter it was around Ooh. the same time though yeah it was definitely around the same time yeah. I wouldn't give it more than a year or two after Bobby and them came out that she's younger may been out for like six, seven years, bro. And damn, so time really flies, bro. God damn. And I have not heard anything. I've heard some dope freestyles. I've heard some decent features with her on it. I have not heard anything that's her specific, maybe one or two songs that I was like, oh, okay. But I don't have confidence that she's ever going to get higher than where she is in the rap game. And and I hope she proves me wrong, but I'm just not seeing it. <sighs> Younger Listen, man, man, you had one job. You uh, had one job. I, I, I've been saying this, yo. Some artists just get lucky. They create a fire record and they get put on and that was it. After that one big record, they chasing... They chasing flames after that. They chasing air, nigga. And that's yeah. what happened in that little time frame of Bobby Schmurda, Young M.A., uh, Lil Yachty, all these, all these niggas that came out, came out around that 2013, 2015 era. I feel like the labels just weren't able to catch up to social media and they saw people getting popular on social media and was like, oh shit, we got to sign them before somebody else does. And they were just signing niggas who had a hot record, not knowing if they were a good artist or not. And, and yeah. a lot of these artists, unfortunately got thrown in that void. I think out of that lineup, out of that lineup, I think the ones that really, you know, unfortunately one of them, you know, we really couldn't see what he could have really, you know, surmounted to was you know triple x you know i think i think he was one of those that was like he could have been he could have really been something big big even though I, I feel like he left on a nice little you know uh plateau and uh what's his name uh little uzi vert i probably has had the most success out of all those people that we just mentioned xxx yadi caught a hot one or hot yeah yadi caught a hot three yadi i think caught, a hot three yeah. uzi uzi caught a break but uzi uzi Uzi's different though. Uzi Uzi's a beast in his own right. But Uzi has a, a huge following. Yeah, a Uzi, crazy following. They love that Uzi man to death. Spit. Like that nigga could spit. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't listen to a lot of his music, but Uzi got bars. Like Uzi to me was supposed to take off after All My Friends Are Dead. After that, that uh correct. Correct. No tour life. I thought he was gonna become be elevated way higher, and I just don't think he has another one of those in him, or maybe he just, he still needs a little bit more time to catch another one like that. But 
I thought he was going to be in a way higher position. But again, he does have a huge following. So I'm not I'm not counting him out musically for me. I don't think he's gotten to the to the levels that I would have liked to see him get to. XXX was on his way. He had like two dope projects, in my opinion, that like if he would have continued to grow and get bigger, he would he would be up there. And Yachty, Yachty was one who caught a lucky one to me. I'm sorry. Yachty he caught a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. QC. Other than and he writes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yadi caught a break, man. Yadi got lucky. Yadi got lucky. The only nigga I'm disappointed that passed away that that I didn't think was gonna pop, but really did well was Pop. I didn't think Pop was. Yeah. I didn't think his music was yeah. gonna be that good. The album surprised me. So, Pop actually, the nigga could write hooks. The nigga, the nigga actually definitely could write hooks. The nigga got <laughs> some songs, son. The nigga got some songs. Some songs. We're gonna talk about Pop in a second because he definitely won some uh, Billboard awards over the weekend. So, we're gonna get. Mm. That. I'm gonna tell you what though. What dropped this weekend that uh, nah, I mean, had a little sauce on it. Hold on, we gonna <laughs> get this drink. This nigga played the record that I'm that I'm thinking he's gonna play. Hey, <laughs> take y'all niggas to church real quick. I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Just wait. Hey. Yes, we will. I believe that. That's one of our more powerful blacks. I just need. We will be better than ever. Made a promise we can do it together. And they ain't breaking my word. I just wish that I could fly like a bird. Get away from this earth. Had a prayer and prayer. I felt I was cursed. I always tell myself it could have been worse. Never going back, I broke the reverse. It come from my soul, don't need to rehearse. A lot of time I was in need of work. Talk to God like I needed. Yeah. So, yeah. my question is, are they trying to get I Believe I Can Fly out of this motherfucker? I feel like this is a consorted effort. <laughs> These niggas put Kirk Franklin and the baby to, and little baby together. They trying to get I Believe I Can Fly out of this bitch. They don't want nobody referencing that shit. No more. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you though. This put baby one step higher for me. He was he was up there already, but this notched him up a little bit. It just gave him a little he got 0.5 points higher than everybody else in his class. You feel me? Because honestly, this is what I was waiting for for Baby to do. I was waiting for this nigga to patiently come out with a record that wasn't a trap record that he was actually going to be able because we all know he could be versatile. We've, we've, we've heard him do versatile shit, but he stayed to his... Hmm? He's out of here. He's a, he, he is going to go where I want him to go. If he puts one of these on his album. That's what I'm saying. That's all he got to do. <laughs> That's it. Shout out to the little baby though, man. He did his thing. I got to I gotta listen to it more, but uh, I will say I've started to become more accustomed to this young man's music when he did the record with Drake. And I feel like this was one of the first records that I ever heard Drake on. And I thought a nigga took it from Drizzy. I thought a nigga said... Fuck that. I'm taking this whole fucking record with this one verse. And not only am I going to rap, I'm going to rap dumb fast. And it's going to be so intricate. I, 
uh, he 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 violated Drake on that fucking rap. I was like, God what damn, you talking about lemon pepper. Ams, I got Ams on that record, bro. That record, bro. Little baby was going to town on that fucking record, bro. Town. Oh, on on Drake. Yo, he did that for Drake record. He came and bodied the Cole record. That was when I was just like, Which, all right, you got. You oh got, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Cole J. Cole's album is fucking stupid, too. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. But shout out to Lil Baby, man. He did his thing. Man, shout out to him. Sincerely, I'm excited to hear Lil Baby on those records. And when he does well, I feel like everybody just says he kills everyone on it. Because the other rappers, (laughs) I just think they're attacking the the beat differently. Um, But to see that he's able to hold his own on those records, for me personally, that's what, what makes me say that, yo, he did his thing. Like, for me, we know what Drake can do on a record. He wasn't doing what he could do on Once and Needs. Nah, he, nah. he, he was playing. Yeah, yeah, he was playing. He was invested in that hook, and I think that that worked. Let little Baby go off because he is the up-and-coming nigga, and I'm going to just say some hot shit, but I'm going to chill. Like, I want him to get his shit. With J. Cole, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, let me let little Baby go off on this shit and be hype on it, and I'm the, I'm the OG. Sitting on the back of the of the truck, just letting this little nigga do his thing. Like I respect it. Um, but yeah, he definitely is is shining on these records with these big names. And like Flo said, he put. We just need one of these. We need we need one of these and like two other sounding records on his next album. And to me, he's on another. He's on another level. He's, he's gonna be the leader of the new school. I think I, they're prepping him, bro. They prepping him to be the leader of the new school, son. Baby and Roddy Rich all vying for who's trying to be the the leader of the new school. That's it. I think Baby. Got, I think Baby a little. I think Baby got it right now. They they in the same class, but little Baby, who? Me, yeah, Meg, this, Meg. Megan is in that in that in that conversation as well for sure. But she got to do the same thing. She got to. She got to. The versatility, like yeah, she hasn't she hasn't really done it. She did it on the Maroon Five record. She did she did her thing. I gotta listen to that record. record. I I gotta I I I never heard that record. For me, that's not the direction she needs to go. That extra pop shit. Like Megan can spit. (laughs) Yeah, but the problem is I don't know. People I think we want to hear her spit, but it's like what do we really want to hear her talk about? You feel me? I think that that's one of the big things you got to think about what the fans really want to hear her talk about. No, like not to not to drudge up, you know, the, the dark parts of, of of her past. But she's dealt with a lot of death. R.I.P. to her mother and her grandmother. Um, she's she's dealt with the the five, the five, uh, the 1501 situation. Like I want to hear you talk about some of this shit. I want to hear her just talk about some real shit, man. I don't really. And I've heard uh, her spit crazy on on radio stations. So it's not right. like that she doesn't have the content. It's just that I feel like people are telling her not to do it. And I don't know. I, think, I, I don't know. If she's what, I think what's sounded album if she doesn't do it. That's, I think what what she's missing is what they did for Cardi when it came to putting together Cardi's project. They they made sure they gave Cardi a little bit of everything. She did the Ratchet record. She did the Heartbreak record. She did the crossover Latin pop record. She did a little bit of everything to make sure she appealed to all the different parts of her fans. 
thing that put her on was the hardest record that has come about in over a decade. Bodak Yellow, and she was Bodak Yellow definitely set her. That yeah, set, set her, her apart from everybody. Like it, it can work, and I think Megan can do it better than Cardi because Megan is is more of a, a writer um, than a performer. I think Cardi is a performer, but Meg Meg actually be writing her shit. So I feel like Cardi B. Cardi B is our Beyonce, Beyonce for rap, and Megan The Stallion, right this second, she's settling for being Kelly Rowland. We, we can only have one, and right now, to be honest, I feel like talking about Nicki is like talking about, you know, what I mean, when fucking God was like, I'm gonna make Adam, but you know what? I'm actually gonna give him a helper. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull something out of him and make a whole different version. I feel like that's what Nikki is. Nick, I don't think we can even talk about Nikki and those are two different weight classes, by the way, two different Not divisions. Nikki. Those it's are two, two different games, two different eras. Yeah, Nikki's just a different right. It's two era. different eras. It's yeah, Nikki. Nikki is a beast. Nikki's a beast by herself. She will always be a motherfucking beast Nikki, because Nikki had her time. You feel me? Nikki had right. her ten years where it was about Nikki. Correct. She don't. Yeah, she'd be She's great. still like, good. Because Nikki, Nikki knows we love done. her to death. Yeah, Nikki's good. But Nikki. right now, but right now it's about Cardi and who's you know who's up. There. I feel like, in terms of lyrically, I mean, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago. X lyrically, there are women that if they just get certain singles, yeah, they'll probably blow Cardi B out the water because Cardi B to me is not a lyricist. She can get lyrical when she's ready. Overall lyricist, nah. I, Cardi liked to have fun on records. She liked to talk about getting her pussy ate, you know what I mean, Listen, sucking man. dick, getting wrote, fucked, you know what I mean? She liked, bars, she liked that. She wrote her bars on the Khaled record. Oh, Khaled say. record is different. Khaled record is different. Big papers? Oh, God. It's cool. She needs a, she needs a big paper. I know, Flo, you said like her her flow is a little off for, for you, but that type of beat, Needs that on her. She she, she was gutter. Beat, yeah, but the flow. I'm, I ain't gonna say much, but all I'm gonna say is, Cardi Cardi has the elements needed. She has a team. She has a team to do it, which is great. She has the team and the money behind her. Atlantic is not gonna let her fail. No, now, they need to recoup. So no, they ain't gonna let her fail. That's so, a fact, boy. We need yeah. all that money we put in you, girl. That's a big <laughs> fact. So I know they're not going to let her do no whack shit. I just hope that you know she doesn't. She doesn't get too over consumed by trying to make the perfect record. You know the formula. Execute it. It feels like she's waiting for the perfect record to drop the next project, and I don't that's know. If- it. There's never is, bro. Let's close out this music segment because um, one more big song dropped. And it's time for the circulator. It's time for the circulator. I'ma shake what my mama gave me. I'ma shake my money maker. It's time for the circulator. It's time for the circulator. This shit was trash, boy. This I, shit was. I don't know how else so to say it. So much trash. Sorry. Maybe in the club it slaps. Don't get me wrong. Maybe in the club it will slap. 
Yo, however, I listen to this shit. I'm like, what the fuck bro, is this? What the fuck is this? this? Me Saturday morning, son. She's just like, have you heard the new City Girls record? I was just like, no, I, I heard, I, I, I saw it, I saw it posted on, on the gram, but I, I ain't get to check it out yet. She played this joint, son, and I was just like, what is this? Why would they sample this record? And why would they sample it and do this? I was like, oh, nah. I was just like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what happened, bro. I was like, yo, why would they put this record out? And you know, I get what they were, the cover art, when I saw the cover art on the ground. The cover art was fire. I was like, I was like, yo, they about to drop some flames. And then I heard, I was just like, I get what they were trying to go for. But I'm the, it to it me, didn't work. it's like, it's this, I'm like, what were they thinking? And like I said, maybe in the club, it slaps. Because the bass, they're going to turn the bass up. Yeah, well, you so know that, bro. maybe in the club, you know, the shorty start dancing, you know, got some But the verses, the verses and the court, trash, bro. I'm sorry. Trash. I, I was like, yo, was what, like, no. what hot garbage is this? Yeah. I was very disappointed in the record. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't feel it. It, it. It's not something that I enjoyed. And I know they got some other heat coming. I know they got some other heat coming for the summertime. I know that the you know QC wanna wanna make sure they drop some more heat. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry, City Girls, man. It, it, it that, that yeah, like City it Girls, you, City Girls, you should have just left this one alone. You know what I mean? Uh. It was, yeah, it was, it, it was cool up until that point, you know, with the City Girl records, the City Girl anthems. This will not be a City Girl anthem. Okay. This will not be like your previous records. I, I, I promise you that they will not be singing this song in the summertime. Nope. 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 This is a nice choreographed dance routine, D flow. Like when, when it gets to the chorus, I can see it's time mm-hmm. for the tour. Like I, I can see people doing like, you know, TikToks to it in terms of, Velocity in terms of like how fast it's gonna catch heat. Mm-hmm. Nah, the moment it dropped is the moment it flopped. Nah, that, 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 I, I, and I see the radio beating the fuck out of this record, but for no reason because like this is not, this is not what we expect from City Girls with all of the other shit that they put out. This is what you gave us. Nah, we good off that. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't really with it, man. I, I, I heard it. I was just like, yeah, it, it ain't yeah. for me, man. It ain't for me. But yeah, man. I think they're gonna put out some more. I'm thinking they're gonna put out some more records, but that was yeah. It. I think they probably was also testing the temperature in the room. Like, all right, let's see what the fuck we could do real quick. Let's see what the response is. Yeah, that's a fact. So we we gonna see how it works. We are gonna see how it works. So did you check out the Billboard Awards? No, I did not because I was uh I had a long weekend and uh, that that probably should have been an award show. I should have watched because after watching. The people win, and then watching Drake with his son, I was like, "Yo, it was, yeah, a, it was magical Drake. moments." God, what do you think son. about that, man? Drake gets artist of the generation, man. Um, I think it's long deserved, and when you really chronicalize his chronicalize his career, that man been on top for ten years, bro. That <laughs> been that man been on top for ten years. He's been the that man rapper, yeah. Bro, he did what Kanye West did when Kanye came out. Kanye was dominating hip hop when he, so he literally became he became the Kanye of his generation at the same time 
he surpassed Kanye in a lot of other ways. I'm like, damn, this nigga, Drake has ascended, bro. Officially, if you didn't think he was the GOAT, he's the GOAT now, bro. He's, he's yeah, the he's GOAT. The GOAT. <laughs> I mean, he's been, I, I had no quarrels about that, man. Big shout out to Drake. Right. You do your thing, man. I respect it. Keep grinding. I hope. The only thing that I'm waiting for, man, you need a legacy, yeah. man. You need someone to carry the torch. Oh, yeah. He needs somebody of right. And we don't know who that is. Uh, we don't know he who definitely needs somebody to come yeah, behind. I, I, yeah. I need some. I need or, to or, see her. Who, or her. Or her. Because yeah, it could be her. a woman. Yeah. Whoever it is. Right. I mean, we need someone. We need to see who your mentee is and who's going to take fill those enormous shoes, man. So, so I got a question. To just mm-hmm. to... Just to dig deeper into the Drake legacy, because he's still building, but he's built enough where if he really wanted to stop now, he could and just do something else. And we would still, you know, support it. What would the protege of Drake have to do that Drake didn't do? Because Drake did a lot. Drake did enough for the next 20 years, bro. That's a fact. I mean, honestly, what do they have to do? They don't have to do. You don't. Drake is one of those artists where you ain't got to reinvent the wheel. No, you just, you just gotta be versatile enough to be like, yeah, I see why Drake chose him. The same way we understood why, why yay, why now why yay now why Weezy chose Drake, it has to be that same principle. It has to be that Correct. when this artist pops, you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, Drake, Drake knew what he was doing with this one. Drake, right, right, Drake right. knew where he was going with this one. Like the artist just has to be just as versatile be just as charismatic because a big reason why Drake has been as big as he is is because of his charisma. So I was I, about to say that he, he, he said, he said something that there's only one other artist. I think that said that he was like, yo, when it comes to making my music, I'm sensitive about it. Like, and he was like, I'm emotional. And I was like, bro, when was the last time you heard a male artist, bro, on a big platform say, yeah, I'm emotional. I'm sensitive about. I haven't heard that in mad long, bro. Mad fucking long. But that's why niggas respect him, bro. You can't not the we fact talking about? that he's being <laughs> real. So I think that's what I think that's what everybody loves about him. They could call him a sensitive nigga if they want. But at the end of the day, right. you have to respect the fact that he's at least being honest about how his process is and why we love it. Because right. he takes the time to dedicate to it. He puts the work in. And he lets you know that yo, I don't. I, sometimes I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm iffy on it because sometimes yeah. I'm, 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 I'm cautious as to whether or not people are going to like this. I hope that they do, but that doesn't mean I'm that confident to know that they will. Because people's attentions change, and that make the vulnerability of him saying that makes you like him even more. It makes this you is what happened. More. This is what happened that I learned that. All of us. I mean, I actually, you know, this is unrelated to Drake, but even I had to tap into it with my poetry and even how I approach certain things. I had to look at hip hop and I had to look at poetry in a sense where I may be asked or D flow, you know, I'll just use you as an example. D flow may give me a beat and say, push yourself. I know what you're used to me giving you, but here's something. Push yourself. Outside of what you normally, not not what you would say, how 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 you would rap on it. And that's what I think Drake has done beautifully throughout his whole career. He is not afraid, as you know, not only to switch his flow. 
not only to change his language, not only switch the flow, change the language, and talk about a topic that he's uncomfortable about. This man will make you think about some shit and be like, I didn't even know that that would resonate with me until the nigga said it. Because I, and he's not afraid to jump on any type of beat. He's one of the most diversified rappers we've ever had to ever rap, bro. Like dead ass. Like this man jumps on any beat, whether he's singing or rapping. And it's like, bro, how, how do you do this? <laughs> craft, man. He studies the craft. He studies the craft and he's, he's not as ego driven as some of his other counterparts. Correct. And I think that's what his other counterparts are realizing. Like, yo, maybe sometimes, and Cole talks about this, and we're about to get into Cole right now, that yeah. sometimes his ego has put him at a disadvantage. You feel I me? Mean? Like, his ego has put him at a disadvantage because you have another artist like Drake who is willing to jump on another song, even if it's outside of his comfort zone, if he thinks it's going to be dope. You feel I me? Mean? So... I I give Drake his flowers because at the end of the day, it takes a lot at the caliber he's at to get up there and be like, listen, y'all ain't the only one. Y'all hear all these dope records. Some nights I ain't cool with them. Some nights I ain't sure if it's going to hit. But I put my best foot forward and I work towards getting it to the goal that I need it to be at. And I respect him. He got a little bit more respect out of me than what he was already getting. Yeah, uh, X, you know, you already know we're talking about the boy Drizzy Drake. Yeah, and we could you know, uh, play that his... clip from him, too. Yeah, yeah, please do. Please do. Let me tell you something. Actors don't rap. I want them shits with a dip, though. Rappers don't sing. Rappers don't come from Canada. What the fuck is Canada? I'm supposed to believe in this light skin, R&B face, crying on every song. Does he even write his own songs? I promise you, this is never gonna work. This is never gonna last. Even if he had a cosign, even if Lil Wayne cosigned, it doesn't even matter. Okay, best I ever had was a cute one, but he needs another one. Nah, another one. Nah, f that. You know what? Okay. Man was just talking he did it, but his can shit. He do it again. No again. No, no again. again. No again. You know what? He's just a lucky guy. Are we sure it's luck? Nine number one albums. This is LeBron talking, songs, by the way. A record 232 songs on the Billboard charts. 45 top 10 chart positions, the most of any artist ever. Are we sure it's luck? That's the first artist to debut at number one, two, and three simultaneous. More weeks on the Hot 100 than Elvis Presley, Elton John, <laughs> Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. Most streamed artists of all time. 13 yeah, billboard so awards, the most ever in one night. 27 total billboard awards, the most wins in music history. A record 431 weeks on Hot 100. Luck is defined as success or failure apparently brought by change through one's own action. This is far from chance. This is purposeful choice. Selfless gestures, relentless hours, and a whole lot of good karma. This is clinical, surgical, militant. Even when they don't want to compete anymore, you find someone to challenge every single time. 
even if that someone is yourself. We're going to leave it there, but <laughs> yes, Drizzy, my man Drizzy is getting, well, he got it, you know, generational award. Like, what else is there to say? I don't I don't know what else. Shout out to say. the young goat, man. He he has officially entered the league. He's on the team yeah, with the Kanye's the and the Drake and the, and the Drakes. Is he the Kanye's and the Weezy's and the, the Jay Z's and the Nas? He's officially entered the legend status. Shout out to hey. that man, man. Walking legend among us, man. Shout out to that guy and, right there. And I know y'all already was in this conversation, but. This tells me that Certified Lover Boy might really be some type of crack. Certified Lover Boy, I can't wait, boy. <laughs> but we don't even got to guess about it because my man gave us a little snippet that, you know what I mean, we could take a listen to right, right oh, quick. Oh, that fucking fair trade, boy. Sound like The weekend is on this. Do about it. These wheels keep rolling, rolling. I'm outside. 29, G5, Seaside. I've been losing friends and finding peace. Honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. Oh my God. He's been losing friends but finding peace. Lord. Yeah, Drizzy. Drizzy. Drizzy It's just dirty out here. It's just dirty. Yeah, y'all got to leave that man alone. Y'all got to leave that man alone. So some of the other Billboard winners oh, were man. Doja Doja Cat won Best R and B Female Female Artist. I don't know what the fuck Billboard. What? Is oh, now, Billboard fucked that whole hold shit. Hold on, up. hold on, hold on. Tiff said the same shit, and I had to give some clarity. She Please. out of the people in that cal in that category, she has the most streams. Hands down. What does that have to do with R&B? She's not an R&B yeah, artist. Yeah, R&B, bro. Yeah, She's but not in that artist, category bro. of R&B, like I mean, her records get released as R&B. Bro, she is a pop artist. They do? <laughs> yeah. She's not, she not even a rapper no more, bro. She's, She's a pop artist. Like charts, charts, bro. Like her records are on the R&B charts, not on the pop charts. You feel me? She has she maybe wild. one or two fucking R&B songs on that project that she dropped. That's how you want like, I don't know. I, I think they were smoking on this one. Nominees are Janae Aiko so. and SZA. so, man. Bro, she's not... That, it, these other people in the category don't even... It don't even sound like she belongs in the same sentence as them. Doja Cat, SZA, and fucking Janae Aiko? She has Janae should have took that. She has, she's doing the, well, the best out of the three of them, bro. And that's the truth. Streams is she, one she thing, has the but numbers. if you... If, Remember, this is Billboard Awards. This is one awards. thing, but if you're if you're great in a category on R and B, you have to take into account more than numbers, bro. That that's yeah. That's but we're my also we're also talking about the Billboard Awards. Is is based on who does well on the charts. It's not like mm. the that's cool. Okay. Like but that. they got her in the wrong category. Put her in the pop category. She is not an R and B artist. None of us can say that she's an R and B artist, bro. She's not. That's exactly. I would never. I, I would never R&B say that. Category. 
So I, I don't That's know. That's cool, how else to but like there's Drake's shit is released in the R and B category. You're not gonna see him as best R and B singer. Definitely not. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's, that's a misstep. That's a misstep. By, I don't by know. Billboard. Drake gets released underneath hip hop. If Drake puts out a record, it's it's underneath the hip hop. It's on the, it's on the right, hip hop charts. But to parallel him, he he's put out Marvin's Room. That's easily can be considered R and B. But it's still you released Facts. on the hip hop category right. on the Billboard and, charts, bro. It's it's Billboard. Right. And that what I'm they saying. These what I'm categories. S- what I'm saying to you is Billboard has her in the wrong category. It, they it has do, but to... unfortunately, <laughs> that's the, the label thing. released her underneath this particular chart group, and that's where they fall. They look at the artist but underneath Bill, that chart group. She's on the R&B and, charts. And, and it's Billboard's responsibility to say, hey, she doesn't belong in this category. <laughs> Let's nah, put her don't. in pop. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, what, that's what I'm saying. It's a misstep by Billboard. You can't you can't have her with SZA and Janae Aiko's name and it obviously even saying the three names sound weird. That's like if if fucking the next name in in Janae Aiko and SZA you could put her in there and even her, though yeah. their music sounds a little bit different that makes more sense than Doja Cat. Doja Cat is is like to me she's a clone of Nicki. She's trying to move in that Nicki Minaj. I, I do I rap and I do thing. pop. She so I just rap. think that, but you know, if we had to go based on the the, the charts and the and the, the Billboard charts and the numbers, she's doing her numbers are she's she's the one that's doing the best from those from in that in that. I would like area. to see how many how many songs of hers are in the Billboard like R and B charts. I would love to see that. Um, the next is the Weekend One Best R and B Male Artist, Justin that's Bieber fair. and Chris Brown were in there. I could I could see that for 2021. Um, no, yeah. weekend, the weekend by far had the best 2020 last year out of the three of them. Even though Justin has been doing all right, the weekend's single office project did five billion streams. So I can make an argument that all three of these niggas are pop artists. <laughs> At this weekend, point it's weekend, week, weekend to me, the weekend falls in the in the R and B. And Justin's last project was both. Well, both, but nah, Justin Timberlake is an R and B artist. Come on, X. Come on. No, Justin bro. Bieber. Justin Bieber, comments, bro. Justin Timberlake is an R and B singer, son. Justin no Bieber, bro. Justin it's not Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. It's Justin huh? Bieber. Justin, Justin Bieber's Bieber. last album was 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 a was an R and B album too. Yes, but he he is more of a pop artist. I was about to say Justin Bieber don't even consider himself a real arm. Did didn't he did, didn't he say he was in the wrong category for one of them? No, he said shows? that they considered him as a pop artist, but he considered his album R and B, which I agree with. But okay. his album, overall, his as album was an R and B album. Yeah, so I don't have a problem with him being in it for two thousand for twenty twenty one. I said that. What I'm saying though is all I can make an argument that all three of these artists. Oh yeah, pop artists. artists. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Chris Brown been went pop long time. Weekend's ago. last album wasn't really to me R and B orientated. It was more of a, a alternative kind of pop sound. He had R and B songs on there, but that sound was what he tried to retake that '70s sound again and and bring yeah. it into this era. Like Weekend hasn't really been R and B since fucking what was that? When was his last album? Take care. Album? He hasn't I mean, been RB since think, fucking think, take care. I think we're 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 slip sliding down a slippery slope because the traditional sound of R and B is non existent right now. Nobody's making that sound. 
So no, but there is a sound of R and B in twenty twenty one. You got her. You got uh. You have a lot. People of People are making it. What you talking about? What's yeah, his name? Giveon. is going deaf, and he's still making music. Tank. You got. You got Giveon. You got Tank. Tank. You do. Tank still making music. Uh, All right. Who's uh, mu- music. Mu- stuff, m- music. Mu- music. Soul Child still making fucking R and B. You know. It's just not in. It's it's just not in. People we're don't. We're talking about the artists week, who are relevant, bro. Like the weekend hasn't made to me R and B music since Beauty Behind the Madness. Everything after that has been this alternative type of sound. Maybe um, my dear Melancholy, but that wasn't that wasn't an album. That was more of an EP. So I'm just saying that he's just more of a pop artist at this point in time. Um, they want to consider that a, a pop. I mean, a, a R and B album. I guess, but that just kind of, to me, tells me that Billboard is slightly out of touch in terms of even what what's out there. Because, like, this thing, I think Distinguished's point is valid. There are new R&B artists that have dope songs that are out right now. And they're just not really being highlighted by Billboard. I, I, I don't... Um, but why? We're talking about the Billboard Awards. We're talking about who dominates Billboards. That's trying to tell me SZA didn't dominate Billboard, bro? Or, or even he, Summer Walker? They didn't dominate as much as Doja did. That's what I'm telling you. We're talking about The weekend right now. But what, is, what we're saying well, is weekend, there are R&B well, weekend, people out. Weekend, all right. Weekend won it because the nigga's song went 30, thi- 30 times platinum. That's not cool. by me. You, who it's else not R&B. It? That's the only point. It, it can go a billion times platinum. It is not an R&B it's song. R- so it's it, in the R&B category, bro. That doesn't what, make what it. And that, that proves the point even more that Billboard does not know what they're doing. But that's, that's, the, they that's their, the artist that picks that, bro. You releasing a record, you choose the genre you want the record to be released under. That's between him and his team. That, that has nothing to do with Billboard. They just get the record. That that has to do with Billboard because again, Billboard should say, "Hey, this is not an R and B." How do, how are they curating their categories beyond? So you trying to tell me that Nas can can put a, a whole hip hop record in the R and B section and say, "Yo, y'all gotta take it." I don't think it goes that way, bro. Billboard yeah, has R- to have some unfortunately, type. Unfortunately, R and B right now is in a gray area. R&B is a very subjective genre right now. Only if you're not listening truth. to R&B. No, nah, it's the truth. There, people, there's a lot of R&B out about there. What real R&B is right now? That's the I honest think truth. R&B. I think R&B has a distinct sound right now. It just doesn't sound like the R&B of the '90s. But there is a there's a right, distinct category. Right. You can go on Apple Music right now, type in R&B, and you're not gonna see a weekend song up there. I'm gonna tell you that much. You're definitely gonna see her. You're gonna see Scissor. You might see some. You you might see like one or two Chris Brown songs. Um, you're definitely gonna see. You yeah. You, you actually might see a. You might see a lot of Justin Bieber songs. Actually, Justin actually, Bieber's up there because that last project I do think was an R and B project for sure. That last project was a beautiful project, by the way. Too that was a beautiful project. Very. Like, I'm gonna Georgia, go to the R and B now. That Peach sound. That Peach song. That Georgia Peach song. That's an R and B song. That's like, definitely yeah, R&B right Georgia. Georgia. That's I'll consider that R&B. Mm. I'll consider that R&B for sure. Yeah. That's that's what R&B is right now. That song, that sound right there. So if you go to if you go to R&B now right now Apple Music, you got Amorphous and Kalani. They have a a song together called Back Together. You got 
You got her. You got Giveon. You got Jasmine Sullivan. You got Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. You got Ella May. You got T Pain and Kalani. You got Queen Damn. Naja. Like and Ari Lennox. They have a song together. And that's you like got the a top, lot of R and B. You got the that's the top. Listen, I would consider all of those artists R and B that that have that particular R and B sound in 2021, 2020. It may not again sound like the 90s, but it it sounds like what we would consider R and B now. Doja Cat ain't up here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The weekend ain't up here. Because their sounds would typically on a norm Georgia Smith is another one. Miguel. Like they the one misstep in, in a sense they have up here is they have WizKids, WizKid who has a song called Essence. They consider that a, a R and B song. I don't know. That's to me still uh, be, uh, that that's not it's a dope record. That's not an R and B record. To me, yeah, that's still Afrobeat. But that's definitely still Afrobeats. I know it's a little slowed down, so I guess that would throw it in there. But I just think that there's more of a distinction of of pop, and mm. this seems more like some type of politics or some shit going on there. Because there's no reason why, in my opinion, Doja is taking the crown of R and B from from the other two women that are in that category. That's to me a little a little bit much. Um, they it. This is another misstep to me, and some people may not agree with me. Pop Smoke won uh, top rap artist for 2021. The nominees there were The Baby, Drake, Juice World, Little Baby, and and Pop Smoke was in it. I think Little Baby should have got that. That was more. I feel like that 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 award was more of a tribute. So they're disguising it in the form of what the actual award nah, category pop, is. Pop had the most songs on radio. Little Baby uh, was the only only artist to go. What was it? Double platinum at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, double platinum. Yeah, think about it. Right back in the earlier point of this year, in the last six months, I would say, when you put on the radio, how much pop songs did you hear? Yo, you hear like York, five. Though. I ain't gonna hold That's you. It's like five. fucking songs on heavy radio. rotation. Heavy rotation. All five too. All I, five. I, literally in an hour, I would hear five pop songs. That's all I'm I saying. Just, I just, I, also think that that's New York bias, though. I don't know if that's happening as much in other parts of the country. I okay. don't know. That's on Power One Hundred and Five. On Power One Hundred and Five, that all of their shows are syndicated, so I'm, I'm not too sure. Yeah, but they have different jockeys and different lineups in different areas. Like they, like their Milwaukee affiliate won't. It's it's totally different jockeys on there, totally different lineups. But that nonetheless, Pop Pop Smoke's music has been played a lot this year. That I shouldn't discredit that for sure. I just don't know if he was the top artist of the year. I mean, they also have him winning. Um, Best uh, male rap artist. I think he could have took that one. I think they could have gave him that one. But top artist and and uh, top rap male artist. I don't know. I, I would, don't know. I would like say I just said. Little. I don't know. Maybe 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 it's because they know the bias won't be there as much if they pick them. So you know, it's kind of hard to say. If one, of those awards, it, baby, one of those awards is a tribute. Yeah, one of those awards is a tribute. I do feel like the top rap artist was a tribute. 
And I think what award shows need to start doing is having a section where they they just give tributes to yeah, to whether the artist dies or not, passed. you know, tribute. Yeah. yeah. Um. Best female rap artist was was Megan Thee Stallion. Um. Uh, Cardi B and Sweetie were the nominees. And, Cardi uh, B and who? Sweetie. And of course oh, they wow. were. Oh okay. Hmm. What were you saying, Flo? Yeah, Meg deserves that. Meg deserves that. No, no, no question. Yeah, yeah. So now we have this interesting scenario that happened uh, with MC Kevin, a rest in peace to MC Kevin, where he was in the midst of a threesome and decided that the best option for him, as he thought his wife was about to catch him in the middle of said threesome, was to jump over the balcony and attempt to go from the fifth floor to the fourth floor. Somehow there was a misstep and he ended up falling to his death. R.I.P. to this young man. Um, my question though is what would what would lead you to think that that is the let's take it off off of him because I don't want to make it sound like I'm like, I don't know, questioning the dead. I'm not doing that. But in general, if you're in a position where I guess you're cheating. My my question is like, how bad is it that you had to have cheated that you didn't want to get caught? So you're going to like take extreme measures such as jumping out of a window over a balcony. Like it just to me, it's like, yo, you don't have to be cheating or you don't have to be in a monogamous relationship, especially in 2021. Or you just take the L. Right. Or you caught. just get caught. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. it. ain't worth losing your life. You know, like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, I don't, man. I don't, I don't think I'm mature enough to answer that. I'm going to have to pass on this. RIP. Fair enough. Fair enough. It was, it was really interesting news when I saw it. And I was just like, I don't know. What decision making would have to go into, yo, my best option right now is to try and, and, and jump from one balcony to another. Again, I'm not, I don't want to harbor on him particularly because he obviously passed and that is terrible. Let's flip, let's flip the question. Would you do that? You cheating on your girl. What is the most extreme measure you would take? Avoid I'm taking the L. Caught. I gotta take the L. At that point, I have to take the L. If I, I gotta, I, I gotta get caught, bro. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take the L. I'm, I, it, it, it. it doesn't, it won't compute for me to be like, yo, nah, I really can't get caught. So let me jump over said balconies, or or let me jump out the window, or let me hide in the closet. If I made that decision that I'm gonna cheat, then it is what it is. At that point, I, then I've already made the decision <laughs> that I know I can get caught. That's how I see cheating, in my you, opinion. You ain't got a choice. If you go and cheat, and you go and cheat at a place that you could get caught in, and you are about to get caught, you gotta take the L. Ain't no, ain't no. There's no. There's no smooth situation. You gonna hide in the closet? She busted the room, see the two shorts. She gonna be like, "What are y'all doing here?" No, she gonna know they're getting their cheeks clapped, and the immediate question she gonna ask. Is where's is this trifling ass nigga? 
Right. There's no right. smooth situation. There's it's no a way threesome. Dodging this. It's not one chick in there. It's not it's one. A it's a threesome. Two chicks, bro. She ain't gonna walk in there and just be like, "Oh, ladies, did y'all did y'all lose your way?" No. Right. No. Yeah. You just have to take the L at that point. Just know that, damn, I ain't planned this properly. And just proceed to take the L. So, yeah. You know, rest in peace to that young man's life. I'm, I, it's unfortunate that he lost his life. But, but for, for anybody who finds himself in that predicament so that there is no more life being lost, take if the you L. are going to make a decision to cheat, you have to also come to the realization that you can get caught and that can be the end of said relationship that you are getting caught cheating in. And that's it. If if that is not what you want, then you need to have a conversation with your partner regarding, yo, can we do things differently? Can I have other people? And if that is not what they want, then you need to find somebody who's willing to do that. It's it's really that simple. But having yeah. to jump over balconies and and like all of these extremities, it's just it, it's it's really not what what needs to happen in in twenty twenty one. We don't need to see nobody losing their life over over cheating. That that's a it's a lot. Um, ASAP Rocky seems to be happy in his relationship, though. He says Rihanna is the love of his life. Capping, capping, hey, capping. You feel like he's capping? Hey, capping, capping. <laughs> I thought about I I I I thought I thought about something. Nah, it's, nigga, he's capping. Uh, Drake, such conviction. <laughs> Drake, when ASAP came out, Drake put ASAP and Kendrick on one of his tours to help expose them more. And it, it had me thinking, like, yo, a lot of these artists, they treat dating other artists like it's high school. Like, niggas is so mixy. Like, ASAP, wasn't Drake just fucking with Riri a few a, 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 a few years ago and then Drake wasn't Chris Brown just fucking with Riri so it's like yo, every it's, it's, it's weird to me it's like and then it kind of make me think I don't think there's a I don't think there's a real bro code and honor among men when you get to their type of celebrity status not in the industry like bro code shit is out the window not in the industry I don't think there's bro code in the industry I don't think nah. these niggas are really friends so what what that bro too. code got to any of that I was actually going to say that I was going to say I was going to say, like, the, the relationships in the industry aren't even that tight. And they all call each other bro and cool and we dope and da-da-da-da. But I don't, I don't believe none of that you shit. You don't fuck with each other, bro. You think Drake Because I think Chris it was last year. Weekend? There's a video of that went viral of ASAP at his own concert. And Drake comes from behind ASAP. And all you hear is, one, two, three, go, go. I just flipped the switch and the crowd goes crazy. You would have thought these niggas was best friends the way that was because Drake was surprising ASAP at the show. And then it kind of just made me think like, when they like. In in all fairness, bro, did Rihanna and Drake ever had an official relationship? I don't know. But Drake got on stage in a fucking tuxedo Uh, and confessed his love to this woman. According to report he confessed his love they were in a relationship and drake fucked it up by cheating on her that's that's according to report. because that's what drake does drake is a certified Listen, lover boy man, nigga. Let, let that nigga asap be happy in his relationship man do you think God this damn. is gonna last 
Do y'all feel like this? This is I not gonna it. last. This it is gonna be a billionaire this, before yeah, this ain't exactly. Last. However, let that exactly. nigga be happy, man. This All is what I'm I saying, think is gonna happen. Rihanna's getting back with Chris Brown somewhere in the future. All That's I'm not saying, happening, said bro. Already. Why you keep saying uh, said, that? That I'm is not happening. She's never going let, back let to this nigga, bro. Let me just ask y'all right now, son. Because she loved that nigga. She loved that nigga to death. One of y'all niggas date Rihanna. Would I date? Yeah, I would date Rihanna. Would you date Rihanna? X has said that plenty of times. No, I'm a Taurus, like Chris Brown. No, it it it, it wouldn't work for me. In in twenty 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 one, Rihanna, I would date. Rihanna nah, back in nah. in oh nine, I don't know. Nah, nah, I'm good. Um, I the so the way that I look at it as, ASAP thinks he's in a relationship. Rihanna is running the relationship. She has more money. She has more superstar status. And she probably has more power to do the things that ASAP can. Remember, just, I think, what, a year or almost a year and a half ago, I, on my page, every fucking day was going hard for the fucking Swedish police to let our nigga ASAP come back. Well, that's They was going to keep that nigga there in Sweden. That's where I feel like there's a crack in that relationship. Their social justice stances are completely different. Too, di- too different, kid. Yeah, but what, what does that have to do with how he treats her and how What are you she talking about? Don't don't come out your face, D Flow. What are you talking about, bro? Now that exactly what the a, fuck a I'm talking about, my nigga. What the fuck does it have to do when they get in bed and the nigga proceeds to and nah, all that, that fuck does? It may not because. have any, it may not have anything to do with that, but the conversations that precede oh, that yeah. Will, yeah. will determine if that even happens that night. If there's another yeah. another shooting and ASAP is over here talking about some, all I care about is my fly and my fashion. Rihanna is is in the thick of it. Rihanna is fighting for Palestine. She's over here like <laughs> fighting for every time a black person gets shot and killed. So if he's talking about some, yeah, well, you know, that sucks. But all I'm worried about is me. Like, I don't really care about the black struggle like he's been on record for saying. I can see that being an issue. I, I can't it's an issue, I, guess, flow. I, I guess it can become an issue depending if that if that becomes a stake in their relationship. I know I can't date nobody for long that is sitting there and just like very indifferent about black people being killed. Like maybe on a fun tip or or like I don't like I the moment that starts to come up as a repetitive thing and the moment we're sitting side by side and something comes on the TV or something comes across the phone where a black person dies and they like, well, I'm getting this money, so I'm good. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that person after that. I, I, think it, I think it depends on whether or not you that person. If if he doesn't try to obstruct her view of it or try to change her view of it and he's in support of her view of it, although he doesn't want to do it for himself. That's a very fundamental difference. If she wants to do it and he's just like, I'd be able to do what you can do. I'm, I'm cool off that, but I'm, I support whatever you want to do. But if he doesn't want to do it, that doesn't mean she has to force him to do it. And that doesn't mean that that's going to bother their relationship. Relationships well, are jobs. And ASAP Rocky should be happy that he's employed because Rihanna will fire him. I don't and, think. And we've, and we've seen her fire plenty of men. I don't think him. I don't think he has to, like, I don't, I don't think him not wanting to do the same things that she does will be as much of an issue. But I think that at their level, 
how they determine to use their platforms will dictate how she's going to look at this nigga. If, again, like something big does happen and she's like, well, babe, I'm going to the protest. And he's oh, like, all right, all right, yo, yo, do you. I ain't really for that protest shit. And she's like, well, what do you mean you're not for the protesting of black people passing and or getting killed, rather, murdered? And he's on some like, nah, that ain't really for me. It depends on his answer, honestly and truly. I think it depends on his answer. And I think it depends on if he's teachable from the stance that he is. Doesn't necessarily mean he has to change as an individual, but I think most of us here on this platform can agree that the things that he said in the past, I don't know who he is today, but the things that he said in the past sounded ignorant. And if that's still his stance, I personally feel like Rihanna is not going to appreciate that. I just have that. one question for D-Flow, a.k.a. D-Flow Beast, a.k.a. D-Flow Productions. Did ASAP Rocky learn from Sweden? This is a yes or no question based on uh, observation. Your observation. Did he learn? It's a yes or no. Because Sweden, Sweden was about to get real for him, and we all know this. Sweden was going to get real for that boy. Yeah, but And he's think, lucky he got pardoned. I think he's lucky we're, we're he got looking pardoned. at this situation the wrong way. A woman at Rihanna's caliber who could have any man she wants chose to fuck with ASAP. He's obviously doing something that she likes. And keeping no. her attention long enough that she could be dubbing all these other successful ass niggas out here who got charisma, who got talent, who got whatever the fuck they got. And she chose to fuck with him. Not for some fashion shit. There's something about the nigga that she's just like, yeah, I, I like him. I fuck yeah, with him. It's called, it's called a good time. It's called, you know, we, we could try this thing. This is a brand new ice cream that uh, entered the ice cream factory. Right. I'm actually going to try this flavor for a few months. I don't know. I think he's been chipping away at that rock for a while. He probably has, but he hasn't reached fucking uh, Mount Plymouth. Yeah, so, I mean, she's... <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's the same as when she messed with Drake, right? Like, it, Or allegedly messed with Drake. It's like, all right, let's try this. And I guess they weren't compatible on... Well, one, on the privacy level. Because it's, it's clear to me that everything went downhill the moment he did that shit on Billboard. Or whatever. Oh, hell yeah. Or whatever, well, yeah, whatever show, that, show was. that was. That... That's, and then that he was, tried to kiss her too. Yeah, right? that that was the end of that relationship. Whatever it was that they they considered that to be, whatever it, whether it was them building towards a relationship, whatever the case is. Obviously, Drake moved a little too quick and fucked up whatever was going on there. In this particular instance, it looks like maybe they're past that because again, you got Rocky out here proclaiming that he is in a relationship with Rihanna, and Rihanna hasn't really said much on that. So I don't know if he moving too quick or if she co-signed it before he put it out, whatever. Let's let's say that he did. But it just seems like just on that particular issue, maybe on everything else is they're gooch and they're great and it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? This but I is... think that if that issue becomes a prominent thing in their relationship at some point, I don't know how they're, they're, they're getting over that hump. Everything else this... could be gooch. Yeah, I, think I mean, that I, is... I, I think Rihanna is a... Is a smart girl and she understands the power of having of having a public perception that suits that that benefits her so i think rihanna is going to also look at things as to how it was going to be beneficial for her 
I don't think she's going to fuck with Rocky if she thinks he's going to do something that's going to be detrimental to her brand. So, you know, hopefully he's learned. Hopefully he's hopefully he's not the same Rocky. I don't remember. This is the same Rocky. This is the same Rocky that, you know, said on a record. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking. We don't. He could be the same. We don't. He could be the same Rocky. What I'm ultimately saying is this. I think when a man, and I can speak for myself and some of our listeners, when a man wears their heart on their sleeve too much, it will be hard to roll it up if it's not reciprocated from your partner in public. So until Rihanna, until Rihanna says probably a whole different you're not the same nigga you stop. were two years ago bro yeah i'm not stop so I'm how not. you gonna stop, judge though. this nigga, bro <laughs> we're talking about rocky hold well, on we're not talking about me now talking like you're hold, the on. Hold, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on this nigga son fuck is you talking about hold on son hold on hold on uh i'm listening all I'm saying is that Flo got a point. ASAP. <laughs> hold on! Hold on! Hold on, son! You hold on! <laughs> All I'm saying is that ASAP may have jumped the gun a little bit because I've never heard in no relation. I'm, I think I think the billionaire was maybe the closest billionaire she was out there with, but that I was, nigga was say also out a billionaire, there, ch- like all, all type of places. Billion- I don't think we're gonna get the same energy out of Rihanna as we did when she was with the billionaire guy. Billionaire was a flex. Rocky. She was flexing on bitches, like yeah, she was. A, right. That was a flex. That was definitely a flex. <laughs> she was flexing on them, like yeah, yeah. It's cool that y'all with the top rapper or whatever. I'm with a man that owns all of oil. Just, and what you have to respect is during the time she was with this man, she leveled up. So he obviously told oh, her she some shit. definitely leveled up. Yeah, yeah, she definitely leveled up. Yeah, so she, she definitely learned something. She something. wasn't just with so, that nigga fucking palancing around fucking the Middle East. Okay, she learned some okay, motherfucking so, thing. Oh. Okay, so here, right there, gallivanting around fucking the Middle East, she learned some so shit. Now, mm-hmm. So now that we're there, D Flow, I can actually help you out now, not by sabotaging me, but help you out with the ASAP Rocky situation. Mm-hmm. Can ASAP Rocky level up from dating Rihanna? I'm not just talking about music. So. I'm talking about everything. I would hope so. If he don't, if he don't level up after dating Rihanna. Rihanna, just First fuck that all, nigga, kick him to the curb. If y'all have been keeping up with Rihanna, she isn't the same chick she was two, three years ago either. No, nah, no, nah, she's not. She's, she, she's whole, more of a businesswoman than anything. Yeah, she's days, more yeah. of a businesswoman, and I'm pretty sure she's not going to just, she's not just dating this nigga on a whim. Mm-hmm. There's something about him that's caught, that's caught her attention, bro. Girls like that just don't, just don't be like, oh, I like him. Yeah, I'm going to go talk to him. No. There was she fucking with that nigga because there's something that he does that keeps her attention and that keeps her grounded enough that she could be like, yeah, I'm gonna chill with this nigga. Hopefully. I mean, I know there are some some listeners who would say, well, maybe she's falling in love with potential because you know that's always Damn. the thing that Damn. 
Black that's, that ain't, love I don't believe that. God, I, she don't the seem like the potential type of bitch. Her ex was a billionaire. She ain't no potential in that nigga. That nigga where he need to be at. So he fuck the potential. She showing we it, all see <laughs> she, she need the fruits to be ready. She ain't trying to work. She ain't trying to add no labor to that shit. She needed to, to be ready. Well, we're going to see because I don't know what the fuck ASAP does anymore. He don't rap. I'm gonna tell you that he much. definitely don't rap. ASAP, ASAP is a ASAP. ASAP is a model, and ASAP. Um, I think ASAP has an exclusive deal with Calvin Klein. If I'm not mistaken, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Because he does a lot of Calvin. None of that Klein, sound that. like big money to me. That's all I'm saying. Also, <laughs> also, ASAP is in a brand new movie on Netflix from a book that um Nettie was telling me about. Shout out to Nettie. Mwah. Uh, the book is uh, the book is called The Monster, and the movie is called Monster. So I never read the book, I never heard, but I was told it's a very fucking good. He was movie. in another movie so need- too, a uh, dope. I think he was in Dope not too long ago. That movie came yeah, out. Yeah, Dope. Yeah, Dope was like in 2016 or some shit yeah, like that. Was- yeah, but uh, yeah. So ASAP is not doing nothing music related, and I just don't I'll know write what- the second. I-, I don't want to hear it. I don't know what. Nah, his music to me more recently has not been it, but I just don't see no big money moves from him yet. And, you know, nah. the things that have been keeping his name in the conversation. Right now, he has this GQ spread, which is cool, and was keeping okay. his name in the conversation is him dating Rihanna. I would Fact. like to know what business ventures. Maybe I'm the ignorant one. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I haven't been paying enough attention to ASAP. But ASAP's name has not. It's always been relevant because people keep him relevant, particularly the fan base that he's cultivated. But. Like move wise, he hasn't really done anything in a long time that really like wowed the industry. So Correct. I'm just interesting to see, interested to see what that looks like. Um, J Cole, congratulations for a fucking sixth Sheesh. Billboard number one album. I, God damn, I don't know, man. Can't stop that boy. <laughs> we've been talking, yeah, we've been talking about him a lot, so we don't have to stay there. But um, bow wow. So this is interesting. Last Very week, interesting. Last week, Little Romeo calls out Bow Wow and says, we need to do a versus. Bow Wow seems to have been interested to some extent, but also was like, keep my name out your mouth. I don't know if they was playing around on the internet or not. I seen Little Romeo go online afterwards and kind of be like, yo, if you consider that smoke, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm just trying to let's get this versus and give the people what they want. And do it for the culture, right? Apparently somewhere along the line, that's not going to happen. And now we have a Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy versus that apparently is going down sometime in June. Is this disrespectful? Is it disrespectful to Little Romeo that that this versus is happening instead? So I'm, I'm just going to say this before D-Flow goes. It's not. About because Bow Wow has hits out the ass. We're not gonna front on Bow Wow. Bow Wow got and Bow Wow sold millions of records. We're definitely not gonna shit on Bow Wow. However, going to Romeo specifically, Romeo, I think Romeo had maybe like a few records. When I say few, maybe like three, four, maybe four, maybe not that much. I'm not too sure. What I can say for the culture, for how like the industry was you know getting set up because uh bow wow had been out for a few years and then romeo probably came out maybe in bow wow's maybe second or third year romeo came out on the scene roughly around the same age 
uh talking about the same shit really none of them didn't have curses in their music the music was getting written by you know jermaine dupree was writing for bawa and i think snoop dogg had a hand in that and then also Rome, uh, romeo was getting obviously um uh, his writing from his dad and whatnot uh master p more of the story is this who don't want to see because we all kind of grew up in that who don't want to see bow wow versus Lil romeo who don't want to see that we know hit value Bow Wow can go against Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy probably got just as enough hits, if not maybe more hits than Bow. We're talking about two different time zones. Bow Wow started in hip hop when he was 12, 13. Soldier didn't get into shit till he was like 67. So Bow Wow had more time to cultivate his entire fucking fan base. If Bow Wow came out during the TikTok era, Bow Wow might be the biggest rapper to fucking ever have lived. So what they're saying is um Little Romeo's first album came out between his his debut was between 2000 and 2002 and then Bow Wow um Beware the Dog came out in 2000 um as well. So they relatively came out around the same time. Um everything you said I I kind of agree with. I think if you're talking about a whole uh, catalog of music, Soldier Boy is is more of an even, yeah. an yeah. even uh, matchup. If we're talking about nostalgia purposes, right. maybe what what because Romeo does not have a large enough catalog to really combat Bow Wow, and no. I think Bow Wow is looking at this matchup as disrespect <laughs> in that capacity. But he's not; he's overlooking the nostalgic point of view where. They probably need to do a versus where it's up until a certain time period. Y'all can do y'all music that y'all released between 2000 and 2005. And that is y'all versus. Y'all can't, you can't do Romeo versus Bow. Romeo has nothing past when he was a young kid. So Correct. you can't really do that matchup. Bow Wow, Soldier Boy, you can do that. And I kind of feel like Soldier Boy might take that one. Not even going Soldier Boy might take that one. Yeah, Soulja Soulja Boy, Soulja Boy, I don't. I think Soldier Boy, yeah, Soldier Boy might take it. I, I was trying to give Bow Wow the, the benefit of the doubt, but I mean, Soulja Bow Wow has, has some hits that I I know I'm not thinking about, but you know what's going to be the has, problem? He has production credits. I was going to say, you know, you know what's going to be the problem? Soldiers, Soldiers going to win it solely based off his character on the verses. Soldiers mm. going to amp himself up so much. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna make he's gonna make you think his hits are just as big as Bow Wow's because Bow Wow had <laughs> I think on a on a hit for hit value Bow Wow probably has bigger hits Bow Wow's Bow Wow got mad hits but Bow Wow has mad he got the one with Sierra yeah he got he has a lot he, Bow Wow got hits with fucking Jagged Edge bro fresh Jagged as, Edge fresh as I am. Am yeah, I Bow, is like yeah Bow Bow did it Bow did it Bow got twenty songs he he got his twenty songs. Yeah, he, he got has it. his twenty songs. Soldier has, has production his, credits. Soldier has about twenty songs too. But Soldier songs are a bit more. Out, it's gonna be hard, bro, because Bo- Bow came up with us. So Bow to me, Soldier is on. Soldier is only hitting twenty songs if he's using his production credits. If he's using the trophies with Drake. If he's using his joint on Beyonce, he I think he did some. He has production credits. Or one of Beyonce's songs. That's the mm. only way this nigga hitting 20 for me. It, well, you got Kiss Me Through the Phone. 
Soldier Boy got kissed me through the phone. Yeah, he got that. He got that with Sammy. Yeah, he got that with Sammy. Wake up in the morning. Um, went up. Turn my swag on. Swag on. Look you know, in the when, when he, hey, you know, we 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 all know when Crank That goes off because Crank That oh, yeah, might not that, even be the first that record might, he nah, plays. That when he plays that he record, plays. it's gonna go stupid. It's gonna go stupid when he plays Crank That. Dun, dun, dun. And that album, yeah. he has about two or three. Remember, he had about four big songs off that project in particular. He really did, that and that was his album, debut album. He, he, had, really did. he had songs on that first project. And he got he, yeah. he got that, that shit. New, that shit put him on the map. That clap 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 shit. That shit going off right now. So he got that. All right, well, something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's what to... I'm going to watch. I actually going to watch that one. I ain't going to hold yeah, it. I'm to watch I think one. it could be short, sweet, and, and, and quick, and it'll be interesting to watch. So we have a new segment. This is going to be the new segment, uh, and we're going to call this shit Gender Wars because it's, <laughs> there always seems to be some shit on the fucking internet <laughs> talking about men versus women, women versus men. So we have this clip from this new show called Blue Therapy. I actually went back and watched the full episodes on YouTube. Um, but this clip has been circulating for a while now. Um, and I'm just going to play it first and then we could talk about it. Very, very interesting clip going on here. All right, hold up. Oops, I'm in the wrong fucking section. Grab this joint right here. So you're going to hear two people who are in a therapy session. For their relationship, they're trying to save it, and uh, this topic came up. Do you really want to go there? Please, no, answer the question. Do you remember? Because I don't. Uh, I'll tell you. How can I be in the same house touching myself with a boyfriend Mm. in the same house with me? Okay, no, Denise, Denise, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. Okay. Let's just hear what Paul's got to say. All right, babe. Babe. I love you. Why don't you touch me? When I when I come home from work and I and I see my girlfriend, right? When I just see her, I'm happy. That that's love to me. That's enough for me. But at the same time, why do you feel like you need me inside of you 247 before you can feel love? I don't feel like I need you inside me 247, but I'm not wood. Okay, I'm a woman, and I find you attractive, and I would like to have sex with you once in a while. Even if it's once a week, babe, because we don't do... When last did you fuck me? Yeah. So, boy. Um, I actually, I went, like I said, I went back and watched the, the, the full episode, and that actually put things into way more context. This dude is actually an asshole. <laughs> they, they both got their issues, but he actually... He's a little extra, but in the context of this particular conversation, uh, thoughts, comments, concerns. <laughs> I mean, oh, hold on, bro. I just gotta say this really fast. <laughs> that man is not attracted to that girl. Mm. That's that. Sheesh. That's one. And continue this thing. She, I'm, I'm she, she, she is. She's a very attractive woman too. She's that very doesn't attractive. mean he's attracted to her. Continue. Um. So this is my problem, and shout out to my guy Fillmore Rich. You know he's getting married next uh, next month, and I have the honor of officiating the wedding. Uh, so you know, big shout out to him and his uh, wife to be, Miss Daphne. Anyways, he sent me a comment regarding the video, and I've I've said this on this podcast several fucking times, ladies. 
why if your man doesn't want to have sex with you as much as you think he should why is the default always and i quote because another woman i sent the video to said exactly what philly said the default is he gotta be gay the one of the first things my one of my female friends sent back to me was is there something wrong with him is he sick i mean he must be gay you know what he probably is gay ladies why is the default always he's gay Somebody, please help me. Somebody. All right. That's always the default. I'm just going to say this, right? We we all, we both of us are, we're all men here, right? We're all yeah. physically attracted to women, right? Yeah. If a girl got to actually come to the point where she says, we should at least be fucking once a week, which means they're not fucking once a week. Which means they're probably only having sex once or twice a month. All right. That's that's fade. That's the first part of it, right? <clears throat> I, right. I've been with the same chick for 18 years. And I still want to smash at least once a week. Mm-hmm. I still see my wife. My dick gets hard. And I'm like, yeah, we got to get it in tonight. <laughs> I'm not physically in shape. I ain't the healthiest nigga walking around. My dick still going to get hard when I see my wife. <laughs> I'm still physically attracted to my wife. So I still feel the arousal to want to be intimate with her. And I've been with this bitch for 18 years. So let's just clarify that the first part of it right now. He's with his girlfriend. I don't know how long they've been together. I think it was three years, they said. Cool. That's early. I don't want to well, hear here's nothing. The thing. If he's not, if if she's sexually, I could un, hold on. I'm gonna let you get yours out, bro. I'm, I promise. You. But I have to bring some clarity to this. If you're not willing to be with your wife, and listen, we all have our grind. We go to work. Niggas come home. You will be tired. <coughs> cool, right? That's cool. That's cool. I respect that. However, if if she wanted sex every day, all day, she was talking about, yo, we should be having sex at least three times a week. I would have been like, yeah, she kind of wilding. <laughs> that's that's a lot. But if she's struggling to get dick once or twice a month, come on, y'all. We, I mean, I, I, understand, <laughs> I understand. I understand that perspective. But it also could, I just think that there's multiple reasons why this could be a, a situation. It could very well be that he's not attracted to the girl that he's seeing. I also think, because this is another form of the conversation that I actually had with a friend the other day, but it was in lieu of something else. Um, I don't experience it, so I can't speak on it. But I can imagine that if he's suffering from erectile dysfunction, or has a hard time getting his buddy up in any way, shape, or form, that that may play a factor into him not wanting to have sex. Maybe he feels like he is unable to please her. And sometimes with men, they 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 rather not have sex if they feel like their partner is on another level. Or the final thing, in my opinion, is his sex drive could be low, just in general. As an individual, he could just not have a high sex drive. Now, I don't experience. I have a high. I would. I would consider myself having a average to high sex drive. 
So I don't know what it, it how it would manifest if I had a low sex drive, but I could see a scenario where dude is not very sexually stimulated often and asking or wanting or desiring or him being with a person who desires sex often <clears throat> is maybe not something that he's willing or, or wanting to do. Um, I think throughout the years, our listeners have had a very intense time listening to distinguished sex appeals on this podcast show. I think, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, so I don't need to go into the level of my sex drive. Um, that's, uh, podcast explanatory what i will say is this there are times i don't know if the brothers on this show will agree with this or not there are times when a nigga don't want to have sex there's times when i go on droughts when i say droughts i will deliberately not have sex for one two even three months at a time um those who know me (laughs) you know what the fuck i'm talking about it's not a game it's not a gimmick it's not for clicks and views it's real life because sometimes, my opinion, we need to take a break from sex. We need to we need to mentally and physically check out. We need to recharge because we've been using a lot of fucking energy. Whether that means jerking off, eating the vagina, eating the ass, eating the gooch, sucking the toe, sucking the armpit, whatever the fuck you do. Okay, <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> okay, let let me finish. Okay, this is what the people love. They came to dad has to vote us for a reason. The world's most dangerous podcast now streaming on Amazon Music. So what? Back to what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, we got to take a break sometimes because after a while, your wheels need some oiling, and you got to cut back on running the fucking wheel so much like you're gonna run it into a point where god forbid you might end up with erectile dysfunction because you keep fucking you need to take a break you got it you you have to take a break brother you we we know that that's your woman we know that you know you guys live in the same house sleep in the same bed sometimes you got to take a break so that's what the fuck i do me personally and there's probably a small percentage of people listening to this that are fucking with this. Some niggas probably think I'm capping. You know, fuck you. Okay. And I like to take these breaks because I think they're mentally healthy for me. And they kind of get me back into the groove when it's time to have sex after not having it for like two, three months. And I've done this on several occasions. You know, this, um, this brings especially me... Especially last year. This brings me to an interesting... This is very interesting to me. Right, and I'm I'm gonna say why because it probably sounds ambiguous. Flo is is married. He lives with right. somebody, so that is a totally different dynamic than I'm used to. I've never lived with a partner. I've been able to consistently see a partner, but I've never actually lived with a partner. And then you, you are in a relationship where you consistently see somebody. I'm single right now, so I'm not consistently seeing nobody. But you are in a situation where you can consistently see somebody. And so for me, it's like I'm thinking about the dynamics. And it's like when I do end up like talking or or seeing or dating or whatever, it's like all day fucking, all day fucking type of situation. 
But that's also because I'm not going, it's not a consistent everyday thing. Now, I can see a scenario where, like you said, you fuck so much that it's like, one, the, the sensitivity level goes down. It's like drinking alcohol. You drink alcohol every day, eventually you're going to need to like get more and more of it before you get a buzz. And of course, I think sex is similar. Like You're going to need more and more stimulation before you actually get into the mood if you're overdoing it. So I, I understand that perspective in terms of the droughts. Um, but I think that's just an interesting dynamic that that can also play a factor in somebody's desire to want to set or have sex consistently. I don't know. I kind of agree with Flo that this dude has some type of hang up with shorty. Um, but I think that that happens in relationships sometimes though. <clears throat> like when y'all well, not no, you, in you, the same you mental space, you get not even, out. not even physically, but mentally, if y'all are arguing a lot, if I'm arguing with you a lot, I'm not going to want to have sex with you. Like, uh, at so, at, at some point, I was going to say I'm, that it could. I, th- I he has some type of hang up. There's something. There's something off about him. Is either he might have ED, you feel me, or he might just have a low sex drive, which is which could be legit factors. And mm-hmm. most men with ED aren't. It's not the first thing they're trying to admit to. So right, exactly. I think that could be a part of it, and I think I what I think is I think he has. If it's not him being attracted to her, I think he might have low a low sex drive, and her attitude towards wanting to be intimate with him is trash, and that just mm. further throws him off even more. Mm-hmm. So I think her approach to wanting to be intimate with him might be just a bad approach, because at the end of the day, all of us have the ways that we want to be that we want to be. You know, we want we want a certain approach to it. We ain't trying to. Yeah, you can't just walk up to me and grab my balls and be like, "Give me this dick, nigga!" Like that ain't gonna work. You feel me? It like, depends. It depends. Yeah, but depends. that ain't working every time. You feel but me? But everybody is no, gonna have not. their own little thing. The thing which we know, you might like shorty grabbing your shit from the back and pulling on on your balls and being like, "Give me this nah. dick," and you you good, you good. I can imagine you like that. You feel me? I'm, I'm I can imagine flow being like, "I wanna, I don't wanna, I wanna have wanna, sex now." I want to warm into it. You feel me? I like I like being warm and intimate with it. Everybody's different. With the whatever dip, right? Your, with whatever, the dip, with right, the dip, D-Flow? With the dip, you feel me? Yeah. Of, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm, what I want to say is, even for me, and I, I, I totally respect your opinion, Distinguished, but if my girl came to me and talked about, let's take three or six months off from having sex, I'm going to find that a little suspicious. You feel me? Like I. That's unfortunate. That's just me. That, that's unfortunate. And I know yeah. if I told her that, she would find that weird too. You feel but me? That's also unfortunate. So I that's, respect that's you. That's not compatible for do. my life for my lifestyle. It's not going like, to work I'm for not, my lifestyle now. I'm Three not judging you, it. I think it's dope that you're you you do that. It's not compatible for my lifestyle. Yeah, it wouldn't work for me, bro. I would. I would, if if that my partner told me that if it's not for health reasons, I would be like. Nah, I could get it. You know, as as a married man, we go through our droughts. You know, a couple weeks go by, we might not do nothing. Either we both, you know, in a bad space mentally or whatever. But months, nah, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I can imagine able... sex becomes becomes an afterthought, especially if you're living with somebody for a while or you're seeing them consistently. Um, 
And so sometimes sex can become like an afterthought. It's just a matter of I know my sex drive and I know that like my sex drive is high. It's in my opinion. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to try and fuck you all day and night. Like that's not a thing. But uh, like when it happens, it happens. But I'm not like trying to force that to be every night. Nobody has time for all of that. But I do know that even saying once a week sounds low to me. But again, I'm not in the same relationship status as y'all. I, think, yeah, <laughs> I just know me. In a long-term me. relationship, once a week is is reasonable. You feel know I me? Mean? Like, and when you when you get to the long, long, long stretches, at some point, you, shit, ha- especially with kids. Yeah, once a week is a blessing. <laughs> with children, once a week is a blessing. So, yeah, see, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> once a week is a blessing with children, boy. You better hope. You better hope you get it once a week. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, this is the reality. You feel me? This is just this is trials and tribulations you go through when you got a a, a baby, and you know, pregnancy is another thing. When when she's pregnant, not everybody with that either. Yeah, that's a different <laughs> that's a different story. So, oh. you, you go through your droughts. You feel me? But <sighs> hey, you know, I All don't right, know so about shorty, that. This shorty uh, said something interesting. Um, on another meme that's making its way through the internet. We're just going to play this. Okay, yes. cool. Perfect. I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree with that. You don't? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're supposed to be, a, you, you're supposed to be addressed with respect regardless, period. Oh, so even oh, if you oh, like, no, it's not, nobody said no, not But no you're saying, so just because somebody, dress how you want to be addressed. We talked about this on the phone. Mm-hmm. So if a, if, a, if a lady is on Instagram and she got all naked pictures, right? Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to address her. Sexual I want them shits with the dip, though. Wholeheartedly. No. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck else? All I'm saying is, so what are you but I'm saying Okay, so let me ask you this. If you go to a realtor's page and you see all houses, you're going to ask that nigga, do you sell cars? <laughs> exactly. You're not. Bro, I there's mean, no way. Address, address how you want to be addressed. Okay, yes. cool. So the argument is, dress how you want to be addressed. A lot of people are saying, like, they find it crazy <sighs> that a woman would, would take up the side of... Uh, you know, so I guess saying that if a woman is dressed in a certain type of way, then the way you approach her, uh, if you decide to approach her, I guess, with less respect, then it's acceptable to some extent. I'm going to let y'all, y'all go, y'all tell me what y'all think before I say anything. D-Flow. I... That's a hard. That's a hard thing to answer. If I, if I'm if I'm gonna be honest with myself, I have to agree. If you're dressed a certain way, if I meet you and you're butt ass naked, it ain't but so many assumptions I could that can be made. You feel me? So, I would have to get to know you from my from my perspective to change. But if if I meet you in a certain way, and or if every time I see you, you're you're in a bikini or every time I see you, you're dressed a certain way. There's only but so much ways I could think about the type of personality that you have. After having a conversation with you, that may change a little bit. You feel me? Not to say that if you're dressed naked, I want to assume that you're trying to suck every nigga's dick. However, it's not going to mean that I, that I would think you have the highest self-esteem or that you, that you view yourself in a certain way either. You feel me? So, at the end of the day, I would hope that I treat my daughter and teach my daughter that you don't have to do that to gain attention. 
So mm. I would teach her that, you know, if you want people to respect you a certain way, then you play the part. You feel me? And that's just that. Because at the end of the day, mm. you know, if if someone comes to you right now, if two men come to you, one in a suit and one in casual wear, you don't know who the billionaire is. Before you get to speak to them, you're going to make that assumption about who you think the billionaire is. So, it's probably it's probably XAB. You you guys know I'm the nigga in the suit. So, you know, I'm just saying Stupid. that's just the reality. <laughs> that that's how most people think. You know. So. Uh um yeah, yeah, if I'm I'm gonna have to veggie back. Veggie back on what D Flow said. Um Yeah, I'm probably yeah, I, I gotta agree with that because uh I feel for the most part, you know, in my twenties, you know, we 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 in the thirties now, you know, uh, I was running through the hay like I was a horse. <laughs> I was I was wilding, I was going through it, and uh, I like that, I like that, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, this nigga, this thing was uh, trying to go for gold for this episode. He's yeah, trying to get yeah, the I MVP. Was do- <laughs> I was doing, I was I was doing a lot. Uh, because I felt like I didn't have a lot of time. Uh, you know, when I realized that I was doing a lot, I tried to think about what's going to happen when I have kids. Because I, I consider myself a well-put-together hoe. Put on a suit, bow tie, few suspenders, argyle socks, sweaters, blazers. And then some people saw through the bullshit. Like, okay, he's a good guy disguised and then some people was like you just you just good with your words nigga that that's why you know that's why you slipped into my pussy tonight okay i think the moral of the story is that um people who are used to dressing a certain way don't want to feel like because they're dressed that way People should come at them in the way that they're dressed. If that made any sense to you guys and the listeners. I think if somebody is in a suit, just use me. I think the perception is going to be this person may treat me nice if I say good morning. Or if I ask this person for directions on the way to work. Because I think the other assumption is if I'm the same person that is not dressed in a suit, but I'm in sweatpants a sweater a fitted and some tims you may be less reluctant to ask me for directions or you may be less reluctant to say good morning because now your perception of who you think i am is different based on my outer appearance and that's that's what we've been in the world for mad long um you know i think too that when it comes to i guess talking to people whether it's digitally or if you're talking to them in real life we still, for the most part, go off of face value, meaning we go based off of the words we're going to use is going to be solely, for the most part, in my opinion, based off of how that person is looking for that day. That is how we're going to configure our mouth to get the words out that we probably don't even want to say, but we're going to say it because we're trying to figure something out. Remember, guys, a few a few episodes back, I outed myself. I said... There was a lot of Instagram pages that I had to unfollow because a part of me was like, 
I think maybe one day I could fuck these girls. I don't know what I got to do to do it, but I think one day I'm going to fuck one of these girls I'm following on Instagram. Then I really thought about it, and I was like, wait, so that's why I'm following these girls? Just to fuck? My whole my, my whole ideology is fucked up, so I had to unfollow a lot of people. Um, yeah, I don't agree with this. Um, I think it's situational. I think obviously if we're talking about a business <laughs> meeting, um, where the expectation is that everybody come professionally and I show up to this said business meeting and, um, I'm in a suit, everybody else is in a suit and this one dude pulls up. Pants all, all hanging off his ass, white t-shirt, stained. Yeah, I might be like, yo, did he get the right memo? But he also might be the nigga with the most money in the room. We live in a, an era now where the billionaires walk around in t-shirts. Mark Zuckerberg, the Jack, uh, whatever his name is, who owns Twitter, uh, Bill Gates. Like, these people, this the suit conversation... Um, or the dress a certain type of way means a certain type of status that is kind of dying out like everything else. So if I bump into two young women, especially within the industry that I'm, that we are all in, whether she is in a bikini or dressed down from head to toe, I just think that, and I this term respect, I think is, is, kind of being used a little flippantly so i don't i don't know exactly what they meant in the conversation that they were having but on a base level everybody deserves respect like i don't care what you're wearing you deserve respect but if we're talking about like a status thing which is kind of where i feel like that conversation was trying to go in terms of well Mm -hmm. who are you going to give more of that status of respect to um, I I just don't think it's wise to ever judge a book by its cover. Um, not granted, we all do it, but I do think that especially in the end entertainment business, you go you might see a girl half naked because she's doing a video shoot. You might look on somebody's Instagram and see them in a swimsuit all the time, but they have six hundred thousand followers because of those swimsuit pictures and because they have an, and that 600,000 followers now gives them an endorsement where they're making 5k a month just off of whatever pictures they post in these bikinis. So I Mm. think like, especially in this day and age, we do have to challenge that notion a bit in terms of, Oh, well, if shorty is wearing this, then like that, that means I got a different level of of how I'm going to deal with her. Okay. You go ahead and do that. But you might be fucking up your chances to get to know or be around someone who's highly successful um, based off of the fact that there are things like Instagram and Facebook and all these platforms that people are cutting checks and getting checks. Now, it's different if I go on Shorty's page and it says OnlyFans, da-da-da. Still, my respect level is the same. But if I No, I'm sorry. Mine diminishes a little bit. I'm sorry. That's you. That's not me. But if my my respect is the same, but I might be on that page for a different reason. Now, if it's only fans and it says 
click the link in my bio and then all the pictures are all these sexually explicit things, then yeah, my my intentionality is going to be probably sexually orientated. I'm not going to hit this person up and say, yo, let's have a, a talk about the latest uh, book that dropped uh, that Charlemagne put out. Like, no, obviously I'm here for the OnlyFans and that's what's being promoted to me. But be wearing something, quote unquote, skimpy or less revealing or whatever, I don't know if we're in the same space where you can look at that and be like, oh, she's selling something. Sometimes, yeah. But context, I just think, matters. So I kind of don't agree but hold with, on. with that. Hold on. Let me uh-huh. let me challenge the brothers. Okay, let me, cha- let me challenge the good. We should have a fucking segment on a show called Challenge. That's what the fuck we should have. <laughs> Anyways, we, we can let me challenge that. the brothers. I challenge you both to really think about this question. Haven't we gotten to a point in society, both with the social media aspect of society, because social media is its own society. It's a part of the internet society. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then society itself outside of the digital aspect. Like, you know, you're seeing people in real time, in real deep. Haven't we gotten to a point where we can be, because of the industry that we're in, the intel we get from this said industry that we're a part of, can't we tell at this point, all right, that's somebody that I'm actually going to just talk to on some, like, we could be cool. We could probably do some business. That's actually somebody that I just want to fuck the shit out of every once in a while. That's somebody that I kind of probably want to jump on a podcast and just, you know what I mean, kind of kind of get my views up and promote my brand. That's somebody that I never want to talk to again in life, so I'm not even going to give that person. Haven't we gotten to that point? I would say that that's But we could just pinpoint it? I think that's a maturity thing that that depends on the individuals involved in that situation. If you're talking about us particularly, if you're talking about me, I believe that I'm at that point to some extent. I, I think that there can be times where maybe that's blurred, but I think that that's a maturity. Like, you have to be at a certain state of maturity and understanding of yourself <laughs> to meet someone that you find physically attractive, and maybe you like, yo, be in my music video, but at the same time, you're you're hoping that a relationship uh, develops between the two of y'all so then that at some point it becomes an actual uh, flirtatious or physical or whatever. Like, being in this industry, I think that line sometimes gets blurred where you're like, you meet a model and you don't know, damn, do I want to go the business route or do I want to become friends with this individual or do I want to hopefully build something relationship-wise? That that sometimes gets blurred and the only thing that really cures it is having conversations. Like I think oftentimes what ends up happening is a nigga sees something that they find attractive, they automatically jump on it. But Suave was on this podcast not too long ago. Y'all could go back to Man Cave. I forgot what number that was. And he mentioned, you know, there are some times where your best option is to solely become friends with the chick that you are fiending for, you think is the most beautiful thing. Because that can open up different opportunities as well as the friend pool. So you know the energy might be on some business stuff. Don't force it to try and be on some sexual or some friendship. I mean, on some like se- uh, some dating shit. Because it may not be that. And you might just ruin the relationship. You might just ruin the bond that you're building with this individual. And now when they go out to the club, they're not looking to have you come. Because now you're the thirsty nigga. So I think that the 
the real thing is to to kind of go back to what I was saying before. You can't judge a relationship or a person by its cover. You let things develop, and then you could kind of know, like, yo, I hate conversing with this person. So she can, I can just, you know what I mean? All that other stuff that I was thinking, let me just either be cool with this person or hit them up for business or whatever. Or, yo, I love chilling with this individual. We got to... We, this can't just be a one-time thing. They can't. It can't just be a video shoot, and I never see them again. We gotta kind of find out if we can build a friendship or whatever the case is. But I think it takes a maturity uh, and self understanding to really know what lane you want to kind of put people. Uh, really quick, uh, shout out to the big bro D Flow. D Flow definitely taught me that uh, a few years back when we first started the podcast. We 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 have beautiful conversations offline uh, after you know, shows, you know, my viewpoints, you know, he'll, you know, talk to me about it and say, you know, you probably could have did this or said this because now you got to, you know, the backlash, you know, so Big Bro has always been looking out. Um, So, yeah, definitely in the same vein and what Suave was saying. However, I was also told, and this is what I mean when I say, aren't we at that point where we could just pinpoint? So we ain't got to wait for the let's be friends or we ain't got to wait for let's be business. If you just kind of know what you want from jump, you should probably just stick to there instead of trying to put together this fucking Lego house. Nigga, you don't even play with Legos, but you want to put this shit together because now you think you Bob the Builder or fucking Diego or some shit. Um, Well, I, I, think- I agree with that. I think that people need to be straightforward about their intentions. I guess what I'm describing is sometimes you don't know what your intention is with somebody when you first meet them. But if you know from Rip that you just trying to smash... Please don't play that game of, oh, I'm going to hire you as a model, and then when you're here, I'm hitting on you the entire time. That that ain't it. <laughs> that yeah, that's going to yeah. put you in a sexual harassment I, I, scenario. I, I definitely had a situation like that where I had to draw a thin line between I'm paying this person to do this thing for me, but I really want to fuck this person. And I end up fucking the person and they no longer could do the thing I was paying them for. Because I was like, I didn't fuck the whole shit up now. The shit, the whole shit fucked up. Right. Because from Jump Street, I should have just said, honestly, this what the fuck I want to do. And I didn't do it. What I did, like a fucking idiot, I strung this person along for years. And then when I got the opportunity to to to, to smash, the person was still good with everything else. I was like, oh, no, I got to I got to cut this shit Edward Scissorhands, but I got to goodbye. She, you, sorry, there's no the, because of well, just to the be clear, because there's you know we don't want you to be in a Joe Budden situation. This was a consensual and mutual. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Wait, it was let me very just consensual, <laughs> mutual yeah. uh, interest between one yeah. another. Okay, just yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. Kinda, it was. It was. Um, yeah, yeah. She's 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 about to get married one of these days. Shout out to her. Um, but the thing is, I think sometimes, and I was told about this plenty of times, even when we see it not tr- uh, working with the person that we may have explored this potential relationship thing with this potential, well, maybe we could do this, even though we weren't able to do it on a business level, maybe we could do something platonic. The thing that I'm getting at is, why then do we still force it? You know, I've had several conversations with D Flow about certain things and certain peoples in terms of 
well, maybe, you know, you can be this person instead of the person that you wanted to be in an intimate way. Just, but then at the same time, it's like, but why play myself when I know I really want this person? I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself down to just say friendship is the best way out. You know, and in the back of my mind, I don't even know your man, but I hate the nigga because he's with you. And bitch, I want to be with you, but he's with you. And you got a baby by the nigga. And you got another. And you got two more babies by the nigga. But I think. But I'm where, still your friend. That's where that maturity, shit hurt a little bit. That's where maturity and self understanding comes in. Because if you decide to be someone's friend, if if you find yourself romantically interested in somebody, but you decide you want to be their friend instead for whatever reason, then you have to. Before you make that decision, you have to kind of know yourself well enough to say, "Can I even handle this?" Can can I stand by this? Is this something that I really want? Or is it better for me to, we're cool, we're still good, ain't nothing, you know, ain't no beef between us, but maybe I need distance between you because my intentions really were to, to know you on a romantic level and that's not going to happen. So, you know, there's really nothing else for us to really talk about except for like, how's your day? I hope you're good, da 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 But I can't be an invested friend because, like you said, deep down, I'm still thinking about, yo, did you break up with your man yet? Did you break up with your man yet? Oh, you broke up with your man. All right, so, yo, you know what I mean? Let's hang out. Let's go get drinks. Let's do this. And and now you back in that cycle. So, well, I ain't, I, I ain't mature enough, I guess. So, live on the air, I'm breaking up with my friend after this episode. Fuck it. <laughs> the friendship is done. <laughs> it's fucking is. You might have it's to, bro. Because if that's the thought, I can't do this shit no more. You gonna put yourself in a position, and you I can't do it. You ain't gonna fuck with the position you put yourself in, whether it is you can't do what it. You want. I'm not mature. I can't do it. I mean, I don't. It's not. It, I wouldn't say that in the sense of whether you're immature or not. But Inviting with, me to the baby shower, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not buying that nigga shit. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe that is immaturity. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Keep it pushing, uh, my man. Keep it pushing. Hi. Right, so the final thing in uh, gender wars before we oh, uh, start to wrap up is this uh, this post that's going around, and it says, "Oh no, well, there's two posts, but let's go to the one that I wanted us to talk about." All right. So the post goes, mm. "Let's elevate our men." You live with your mom, no problem. Move in with me. You don't have a car, no worries. You can drive mine. You have bad credit, no issues, babe. Put the credit card in my name and we'll work out paying the bill together. Because you are a king. Now, for the fellas on the podcast here, I just have one simple question. Uh, <laughs> D-Flow, maybe you take this one first. Is oh, is this shit. how you would desire to be treated? <laughs> Yo, can we have an elephant sound? This, this episode is jokes. This <laughs> You know damn well. <laughs> Yo. Nah, that, that ain't for me, man. Um... I respect it though. Yo. I mean, you know, for the shorties who for the shorties who willing to do oh, that and fuck. willing to help out their man in that scenario, I respect it. I think you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't think you should enable him to not want to do better for himself. 
You feel me? You got to let that man try for himself. You feel me? Like, you can't. If not, all you're doing is being a parent. And that's not helping. That's a fact. So, that that's all I got to say with it. Don't, yeah. don't baby that man. That's a fact. You feel me? Like, he got to. You, you said it all. Yeah, don't baby that man. There's nothing wrong with helping. You feel me? Not everybody has the same circumstances. All right, baby, you, you, you live with your parents, but I see you trying. Do you want to come and live with me and split these bills? Facts. Okay, you don't got a car. You could drive my car, but you got to make sure it's well taken care of. Facts. Oh, your credit ain't good? Cool. Let me help you restore your credit. Let me show you some tips and tricks to better manage your money so you can get your credit together as well. Do not baby that man. Do not move him into your house to take care of him. Do not let him drive your car, but when he brings it back, it's on E. Do not put him as a cosigner on your card, and then he uses your car, uses up your credit card, but don't want to make no payments every month. Mm. If not, you're not helping him. You're taking care of him. I hate to be this guy, but I feel like if the roles are reversed, we as men are used to being in this position. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yo! 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 (laughs) I've been saying this shit. For like 10 <laughs> episodes, <laughs> nigga. <I'm> <laughs> Yo! I'm just saying. We, I feel like when I'm reading down this list, I'm like, yeah, I've done Yo. that. I've offered this. Yeah. Uh, well, like, it's almost like an expectation in a sense sometimes. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, this I, is I never, gender. I never I'm not This is gender wars And I'm not saying That it's always been that way Damn But We've spoken about this Several times Where it's like And I agree with everything That Flo said So It's not me saying that It should be that way Because I personally I couldn't do it Okay If I'm in a situation And I feel like I'm that down and out To me I need to be focusing on, on, On other things Than not, not to say that I shouldn't be dating or that I can't date or whatever, but me personally, I kind of feel like if I was that down, like, I'm going to feel some type of way. If I can't bring anything, if I feel like I can't bring anything to the table, that's not a good version of me to have someone date. So I wouldn't want to try and do that. But I'm just saying, like, I've dated so many girls where the job was a was some type of you know, minimum wage job, fucked up credit, don't have a car, like all these things. And as a man, it's like, okay. <laughs> it's not even a question. It's not it's even a like, problem. Right. She cute <laughs> and you like her. Oh, she got bubbly personality. Oh, hey, time yeah. out. Time out. <laughs> XAB know he's the fucking poster boy for the good guy. If you look up what's a good guy, you might Chill. see this nigga teeth in the motherfucking that's, photo. That's Cut not it even out. true. Cut it out. I feel like Cut every I don't know where people getting this narrative from. I'm like I don't know where you Bro, you, you the good picture? guy. You like helping the damsel in distress, the model at a video shoot, and the girl that wanna be a porn star. You that nigga. 
You him. I don't know if I like it, but I, I've done it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I never said point, you liked at it. At this point, I don't know. We like, know you've done it. And at the same time, nigga. <laughs> Nah, y'all gotta relax. You've, y'all gotta relax. You've been help, you've been indirectly helping their their baby fathers get back in good graces because they realize after you've helped them, you can do nothing else for them. They I've gotta only, go back to the baby. I've only father. dated one girl with a baby father. Okay. Well, you know what I'm saying, and God bless her heart. Uh, I hope I hope she's well throughout the pandemic. The moral of the story is this: you're the poster child for the good guy. Okay, that's who you are. That's who you've always been to me. If I was a bitch, I would have took advantage of your ass too. I would have did it. Me. I don't. I, I wouldn't did. necessarily say I was taken advantage of. <laughs> and I have to question you, sir. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think uh, if I was a woman, you'll be highly attracted to me. Okay. All right. Excuse me. <laughs> Distinguished, would you like to be treated like the the man in this scenario, please? <laughs> I don't know, so I gotta slide past it. <laughs> Distinguished, you gonna answer the question? I don't even know what the question was. I'm sorry. Would you like to be treated like how this woman described in terms of if he don't got a car? You know what I mean? Give them yours and all of that. I feel like if you let a lot of women spin the story that have ever fucked with distinguished in any capacity, they probably would say, I would like to be that man in a situation. Up, oh, D-Flow just left. All right. Well, I guess it's just me and the bro. Well, you know, Tiff probably called. Sorry. Um, Phone probably died. I, yeah. I think that as much as I know now, a lot of what I did to probably avoid having be being in said situations posed by this meme. Yeah, maybe maybe one or two of those I could see somebody saying, Don't worry, I got it, you know, jump on board. But did I actually want to be there? No. Did I try to do everything in my power to get out of said situation? Probably not. But did I actually want to stay there or believe I wasn't gonna stay there forever? No. Cause I, I know me, I have a I have a resilient um, attitude about trying to get out of whatever the fuck I'm in because I try not to be there too long at the same time I realized the value in somebody actually genuinely wanting to help a man out the mud and not and 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 also not belittle the man and not chastise him for not being where he needs to be at at the same time if and when that man gets out of said situation um, he must do his utmost best to never be there again and I feel like some men, they don't learn from their mistakes. And then this is why you have women that have the narrative, niggas ain't shit, because of all the things that they've done. I heard a woman say, I think two years ago, I was at a poetry show, and the whole poem was basically about, I feel like a lot of the dudes uh, the dudes that I dated, I feel like their moms owe me child support money because I was taking care of their fucking uh, sons. And that, to me, and, that's crazy because it's like, yeah, I've the people around me, Myself, you guys included, and the men that I've always been around, they 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 wouldn't settle for that. Not to say that right. again, I agree with Flo. Like help is necessary, at least in New York. That that's always right. gonna be my narrative. Help is necessary. If y'all really trying to elevate, help is necessary. But beyond that, just having someone take care of you, I don't know how you wake up every day. And feel comfortable with that. That would kill me. I would feel like shit every day if I knew I was bringing, 
I wasn't contributing anything, and this person was doing it all, and I wasn't doing anything to change that circumstance. Um, that, and you still was <laughs> expecting pussy. That was yeah. now that right there is the fundamental difference. It's one thing if she's the breadwinner, but you're still grinding and you're doing what you can. Right. But if she's the sole provider and for whatever reason you're just down on your luck, let's just say you're in between jobs, you're down on your luck, you're just not doing it right now. But you're not trying to get back up, boy. I can't respect that. Yeah, I can't. I have no I problem with a woman being a breadwinner. If Shorty's making more bread and she's able to do in the being a better predicament to take the lead in the financial situation, I'm not I'm not saying I would be my personal preference, but I wouldn't judge a man on that as long as I know right. he's getting to the bag himself. <laughs> yeah, if mm-hmm. you, your girl might end up getting a promotion, she might have been making less than you and now she's making double what she was making before. So now she's making more than you. Ain't nothing you could do about that, Playboy. Like, she got the promotion. She making more money. And and it may be worth y'all looking at the finances and saying, hey, you might want to take these responsibilities and I take these. One, these And, like, that to me is a perfectly acceptable situation. I know there's people out there that probably would say, no, she's supposed to keep all her money. I just, I don't understand the logic like, behind every, that. Every time I hear right. that shit, it, it just, it just irks the shit out of me when I hear shit like that, bro. When every time I hear, oh, if he don't got money, man, I don't know. <laughs> All I would look at you is be like, cool, <laughs> I know who's getting nuts in their face at the end of the night. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that, that's yeah, how that I see it. that nigga is wallet. He gotta be wallet. You gotta be, <laughs> but I also know that how we as men think and how a lot of men with money treat women like that. That's you what I'm me? saying. He's gonna be wilding on you. Because he feels like he has all the equity in in the I mean I think relationships are built on equity. Who has said equity in said position at said time? And that becomes a thing. And I I mean listen, to each his own. I'm not saying that every dude is going to be like that, but I do feel like there is a common mentality behind a person who feels like they're bringing everything to the table and they giving you allowance and they doing this and they doing that. And I'm not saying that I haven't been that type of dude to some extent. Maybe not on the allowance end of it, but on the like when you're around me financially, you not you don't have nothing to worry about. But I will tell you one thing: I definitely have a different not, not respect level in terms of uh, I don't respect you or not. But I I'm going to look at the situation way differently if you say no. I see that you out here and you out of the nine out of the ten dates. You've taken care of me 10 times on this 11th date or this 11th time we out. Let me do it. Let me show you some appreciation. I'm going to look at that person different than the person that's just always gimme, 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 gimme. Because (laughs) if I'm ever down and out, the gimme, gimme, gimme person, in my opinion, how I think about it, maybe I'm thinking about it wrong or someone could challenge me um, at some point. But how I think about it is the gimme, gimme, gimme person, if I'm down and out, is going to get frustrated that I'm down and out. They're not going to look at me like, yo, babe, I got to help you get back up. The person who is like trying to work with me or or show appreciation at some point is going to be like, yo, when he was up, he always held me down. 
now it's my turn to just hold him down and maybe we return back to the spot where he's up and he's taking care of everything or maybe it's this 50-50 or maybe it's the I'm taking hold of the situation for the moment but he's not the type of dude that's going to leave me in this space and so I'm not going to stay there and and like I don't mind holding down the fort. That's how I perceive it. All right. All right, let's get the fuck up out of here. Um, we could do our politics really quick. We're going to have to, you know, maybe we'll get more politics in another. But politics has been calm. Yeah, Thank God for the left. <laughs> well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Never gets old. So Obama made news this week because he called Trump names. I don't even know why this was <laughs> a fucking big story. Uh, let me see if I can read what he supposedly called him. So a journalist claims that Barack Obama called Trump a corrupt motherfucker, a racist, and a sexist pig. Sounds accurate. That sounds about right. Nothing to see yeah. here. <laughs> so, Walmart is apparently under fire after, I don't know how this happened, but somehow emails were sent out to uh, black consumers that said, welcome to Walmart nigger, with the hard ER at the end of it. No coincidence <laughs> there. <laughs> right, no coincidence there. Okay, yeah, somebody definitely had, uh, they got hacked, right? Yeah, fucking right. Clearly somebody uh, at Walmart wanted yeah. to get a little spicy. So yeah, it says welcome to Walmart, nigger. Uh, so what ends up what ended up happening is I don't know if anybody knows or everybody knows rather, but when you sign up to certain things to Walmart, they have automated emails that come to you. Somebody must right. have changed the automated email to say welcome to Walmart, nigger. Don't know right. what's cooking with that. Walmart, you about to get a, a class action lawsuit, That's- and they already know that. They know the people that are in charge of sending sending out those automated emails. There's only already, but one in like three people. So they've already on. set aside like a hundred million for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna have to. <laughs> That's that. I don't know how many niggas got the email, but yeah, y'all got a lawsuit coming your way. Um, facts. facts. And apparently, CNN is reporting that long hours are killing some Americans. So hundreds of thousands of Americans are kind of dying due to working long hours. Kind of goes to the conversation we spoke about earlier, man. These jobs don't give a fuck about you, so I don't... They don't. That's why you need to travel as much as possible and bend over your girl on as many balconies when you travel the world as possible. Didn't know where that was going. I heard bent over and got scared. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, what's the tough knot, broski? Uh, Damned if you do... Damned if you don't. It's a catch-22, man. Sometimes you got to watch the person you want to help suffer so that you don't get blamed for why they were suffering in the first place. Mm. Um, Dad would say live in light and love. And with that, I want us to close out with this. Uh, wait, hold up. Let me pull this shit back. Nah, you're going to have to get it right the first time, bro.
All right, tell Steve Harvey he don't want to. <laughs> another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. And uh, we are out. Peace. Bye.